For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. We don't know. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Jimmy Buffett and, of course, I don't know from Fast Times with Richmond High, 1982. One of the best teenage comedies of the 1980s and one of the best comedies in general, in my opinion. Starring Sean Penn, Phoebe Cates, Judge Reinhold, Jennifer Jason Leigh, however, and a host of Mary Moore. Yes, folks, this is episode 328, ladies and gentlemen, of Raw Radio 238, excuse me, not 328, 238. That was a blooper there. Anyway, folks, of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, for Monday... April the 20th. Yes, folks, happy 420 day, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you're getting a little excited, Howard, and a little uh, poked up, if you will, let's just say. But, of course, also staying safe and calm. Welcome to the Monday afternoon tradition that never disappoints, ladies and gentlemen. Raw Radio for Monday, April the 20th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 420, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's going to be funny saying those names today, but it is that day, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Iceman, with Jerry Duomo. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, it's the human suplex machine, Mr. John Gross from sunny, warm, front world, Virginia. John, happy 420 day to you and to everyone out there in the uh, Raw Radio kingdom. Thank you. 
Let's give you the number right now, 1-605-562-0444, call ID 1310-44-POUND. You can join us this afternoon. The King, Queen of Bandits, Michelle Lynn Dodson, Gerard T. Smith will be joining us. Also, Mr. W.C.W. Chad Hinshaw, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Rouse Thinking, Al Patel, the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, ladies and gentlemen, will also be joining us, however, ladies and gentlemen, as well as the Empress Hammer, Rickenbach, the Jamie Elvick Experience, the Big Guy, Hugh Jeff Tears, the Rush Ronda, Rush Wright, and the rest of the gang as well. John, of course, one of the stories we're following, of course, is what happened last week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we lead off the news here today with one of the most tragic stories to hear. Howard, WWE announcer Howard Finkel last week, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of many years from Madison Square Garden, passed away suddenly at the age of 69. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Fink's friends and family, Howard, which he made so many over the years. But when you think of the Fink, Howard, you think of the many voices that he touched over the years by becoming the voice of Madison Square Garden. Vince McMahon's father hired him back in 1976, and in 1979-1980, however, he became a regular fixture at all the MSG events, but he was the voice of Madison Square Garden, of course, early on in his career, thanks to Vince's father, but he wouldn't become a household name until three years later, until 1979-1980. Over the years, he has called many matches, including Hulk Hogan's victory over the Iron Sheik, Bob Backlund's match against the Iron Sheik in 1983, Bret Hart, Shawn Michael, the Rock, Austin, everyone in between, our CM Punk, ladies and gentlemen, John Cena, Triple H, as we said, many, many superstars. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with the Fink family and friends and fans out there. John, what did you take away from this memory of Howard Finkel that we lost just a week ago? He, uh, you know, all I got to say is he was the best, the best ring announcer of all time. He was. I'm going to miss when he says, Yes. He was very famous for that. Of course, we had many voices over the years that became very synonymous. Of course, the Fink was famous for Madison Square Garden. The world's most dangerous announcer, one of our Hall of Fame announcers, of course, a very close friend of the Finks, Howard, had a lot to say about the Fink, of course, he used to be the voice of the Spectrum over the years. Uh, there was a big voice I know for many years in the Capitol Center in your neck of the woods, John Howard. I forget what his name was in Washington, D.C. I think it was Ray Morgan, if I remember correctly. But, uh, yes, the Fink, of course, was the voice and touched a lot of people's hearts, Howard, including that very first WrestleMania uh, back in 1985. Woo! Of course, we said our thoughts and memories and prayers are with the Fink's friends and family, certainly, however. Certainly, however, we will miss the voice of the big-time generation. Of course, other voices included Lance Russell, as you know, for years in Memphis Wrestling, however. Uh, also, Larry Nelson in the AWA. Also, of course, um, Mark Lawrence of World Class Championship Wrestling, WCCW. But there was one Fink, folks, and one Fink only. And our thoughts and prayers were definitely going out to the Fink Friends and family, how are here today, as we said, how as we say goodbye to this treasured, legendary icon who for many years, how was the voice of many people who, of course, call great matches, whether it be, like, as I said, the guys I mentioned before, and even the new guys like Seth Rollins, however, along with Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, mm. Bobby Lashley, and many, many more. Speaking of passing away, John, our thoughts earlier today, how are this one, how Jack Lotz, the famous referee, how for the Hulk Hogan Iron Sheik match, how back in 1984 in the Garden which the Fink called, of course, with the Mike Howard has also left us too soon. He died this weekend, of course, on Sunday afternoon at the age of 86. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with lots of friends and family, Howard. Uh, so let's get your thoughts about this very unique official who for many years was a big-name official in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation in the mid-70s and then later on in the 80s in the WWE. Wow. Yes. Lots of deaths here recently. 
Yes, and of course our thoughts and prayers are with lots of friends and family as well. John, of course, will talk about the Fink and many other things, of course, coming up tonight how are on the post on the post show, ladies and gentlemen, at 11 p.m. Be sure to check that out on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com. He will have a lot to discuss, including Money in the Bank, which this year, Howard, is going to have a little bit of a twist, and we'll talk more about that here in just a few moments, Howard, and also break down for you. You can check that all on Facebook.com, beginning just after 11 o'clock tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and each and every Monday night here on the post-show of Raw Radio. That being said, right now we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. And when we come back, folks, we'll talk about a couple of matches that are on tonight and also give you an early preview of Money in the Bank. Is this going to be a little bit better than Mania? Is it going to be worth, let's just say, climbing to the top in mean, a briefcase and cashing in maybe your biggest contract to date? Is it worth the risk? Is it worth the reward? We weigh in in just a few moments as we will tell you our thoughts about that book. Before we do, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you, coming up this Thursday and Friday, ladies and gentlemen, check out Wolfpack, 138521-POUND. John will have the birthdays and ATP, I love your news headlines for you. And then on Friday, of course, John will be off again, but GTS and I will be at the news desk, while Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will handle the news desk. Also, after the last couple weeks of a prior snafu the week before and another minor snafu last week, which is understandable this week because of personal issues, finally we will get the match started, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, this week it will be... A uh, free-for-all, as they say, however, this Friday night, as Danny from Oak Park will take on the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, and what will no doubt be a very good trivia contest. How you definitely want to stay tuned on that. Mm-hmm. As far as Revolution, this coming Friday, 138055-pound. Be sure to check that out. Also tomorrow night, our double shot, of course, begins at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisit. John, myself, and GTS will be in the time machine, 139926-pound. And then at 9 o'clock, John and I will have, along with Gerard and the rest of the gang, Raw, the Revolution Show, GTS Now, all your news headlines for you. John will have the birthdays and dates. Also, we'll recap Raw for you and also give you a preview of AEW Dynamite, which will no doubt be a very interesting show coming up this Wednesday night. But as we said, when we come back from the birthdays and dates, John and I will start to talk about some of the releases that were let go last week in WWE. Are they on their way to AEW? Are they on their way to ROH, New Japan, possibly Impact? We'll weigh in with our discussion and also give you our thoughts about Monday Night Raw coming up tonight and Money in the Bank as well. So stay tuned, folks. We're just getting started here on this gorgeous, gorgeous Monday afternoon. Now to the birthdays and dates, we turn it over to the one and only historian himself, the human suplex machine, Mr. John Gross. Alright, 38 years ago today in St. Paul, Minnesota, Hulk Hogan defeated Nick Bockwinkle to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Alright, 35 years ago today, Bruiser Brody makes his singles debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling against Antonio Inoki. Two great Japanese legends there, no doubt about it, yes. Yep. Uh, 30 years ago today, no, actually it was 31 years ago today, Salvador Guerrero, known as Gory Guerrero, passes away due to hepatitis at the age of 69. The son of Eddie Guerrero. Yes, of course. That was before Eddie married Vicky. Yes, four days ago. Okay. 20 years ago today on SmackDown taping in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Triple H defeated Taz in a champion versus champion non-title match. Also, we would see Tommy Dreamer at that match, too. Yes, and this Friday, speaking of Triple H, we'll be celebrating his silver anniversary in the ring. Congratulations to the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, the game 
Mr. COO himself, Paul Michael Levesque, better known to you all as Triple H. Yeah. Oh, man. Woo! 16 years ago today, WWE presented Backlash, the final encounter from Braxell Place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. About 13,000 were in attendance with 320,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Uh, we had that brutal hardcore match between Randy Orton and Cactus Jack, and also the uh, World Heavyweight title rematch from WrestleMania 20. Yes, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and of course, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Uh, 15 years ago today, I Raw SmackDown taping in New York City. Eminem defeated Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And in the Raw portion of the taping, JR defeated Triple H in a no disqualification match. 13 years ago today, WWE ends its developmental relationship with Deep South Wrestling. Yes. All right. Ten years ago today, TNA presented Lockdown from the Family Arena in St. Charles, Missouri. Uh, Team Hogan defeated Team Flair. Eight years ago today, Derek Bateman is declared the winner of NXT Redemption. I recall that, yes. Yep, seven years ago today, WWE announced via press release that they were creating a performance center. I do remember that, yes. Yep. Uh, Okay. Happy 59th birthday to the Brooklyn Brawler. Yes. I do have a couple other Um, What? I do have a couple other birthdays, but I'll let you finish out before I get a couple. Uh, one, couple yeah, one. yeah. Why don't you do that? Because I don't see it. See him. <laughs> Happy forty-second birthday to Johnny Hugger, better known to you as Johnny the Bull Stamboli in WCW, turned forty-two. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it was believe it or not on this date. However, eighteen years ago, we lost Ed Wahoo McDaniel. However, mm. he died at the age of sixty-three as he was awaiting a kidney transplant and died of complications from diabetes and renal failure. Wahoo, of course, as you know, played for the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and the Denver Broncos. Three years ago today, we lost Bruno San Martino, believe it or not. Yeah. No, two years ago. Two years ago. I said three months ago. Two years ago, you're right. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, believe it or not, to baseball superstar Miggy Cabrera, who turns 37. The... All-Star, however, has played for the big leagues, however, for 17 years. He's a one-time All-Star, seven-time Silver Slugger winner, two-time Hank Aaron Award winner, four-time batting champion, as well as two-time home run and RBI leader, however. He, of course, has 2,815 career hits, however. He's batted 315 through this year with 477 career home runs and 1,695 runs batted in. So happy birthday to him. Yeah. All right. 34 years ago today, 30, 40 years ago today in Greensboro, North Carolina, Ric Flair defeated Jimmy Snuka to win the NWA 
Mid-Atlantic United States Heavyweight Championship. And speaking of Superfly Snooker, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I hope everyone did watch that Superfly Snooker special on the Viceland channel the other night. Tomorrow night on Viceland, ladies and gentlemen, check about the times and life and times of the Canadian strongman Dino Bravo. And in two weeks, folks, the slap heard around the world, Dr. D, David Schultz, will be featured, believe it or not. Ooh. <laughs> All right. 34 years ago, say New Orleans, Louisiana. Road Warriors defeated Magnum Tien, Ron Garvin, in a tournament final to win the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament. What? Thirty-three years ago today, in Muskogee, Oklahoma, Big Bubba Rogers defeated the One Man Gang to win the Universal Wrestling Federation. World Heavyweight Title. 22 years ago today, WCW presented Spring Stampede. J.D., you still there? I'm still here. Okay. From the Denver Coliseum in Denver, Colorado. 74-28 were in attendance with 275,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Up from 210,000 homes for the 1997 edition. Randy Savage defeated Sting in a no-disqualification match, and Raven defeated DDP to win the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Yes. 21 years ago today on Nitro from Gainesville, Florida, Psychosis defeated... Rey Mysterio, Juventud Guerrero, and Blitzkrieg in a fatal four-way match to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Sixteen years ago today on Raw from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, Chris Benoit and Edge defeated Ric Flair and Batista to win the World Tag Team Championship. Benoit at the time still held the World Heavyweight title to win made Benoit double champion. Uh, let's see. There's more. Christian defeated Chris Jericho in the show's opening match late in the match, and all black clan Travis Tomko kicked Chris Jericho in the face, leading to the stolen win for Christian. Ten years ago today, WWE presented Monday Night SmackDown from the IZOD Center in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Well, the Raw roster was stuck in the UK due to an erupting volcano in Iceland. Air travel out of the country was banned, and since SmackDown didn't go to Europe, they got the call. Yep. Also on that same day, RV from TNA Impact, RVD defeated AJ Styles to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Eight years ago today, CW Insider said that Edge's contract was set to run out with WWE at the end of the month and may not get renewed. 
All right, today would have been the 86th birthday of Ox Baker. I do have a couple, and uh, I do have two more to report. Happy 43rd birthday to Johnny Storm, better known as Jonathan Luke Whitcomb. Happy 54th birthday to El Samurai, believe it or not, who would have been 50, who's 54. Last week, of course, on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, happy 59th birthday to Boomer and Geo host Howard, CBS football analyst Boomer Sison, who played, of course, 13 years with the NFL, including, of course, nine of them with the Cincinnati Bengals. He also played with the Jets and the Cardinals. The former AFC Player of the Year in 1988 and the multiple NFL Man of the Year in 95 was also named first-team All-Pro and MVP in that same year of 88, Howard, and was a four-time Pro Bowler. He completed 5,000. 2,969 of 5,205 for 57%, 37,920 yards, 81.1 as a pass rate, 247 touchdowns to 184 interceptions. Last week, of course, Boomer celebrated his 59th birthday on Friday, so happy birthday to Boomer. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy 60th birthday to baseball pitcher Frank Viola, who, believe it or not, had 176 and 150 with 1,884. 44 strikeouts with an ERA of 3.73. He played 14 years in the bigs, including several with the Minnesota Twins, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Reds, and the Toronto Blue Jays. He was the Major League MLB wins leader in 88, a member of the Twins Hall of Fame, a World Series MVP in 87, and the Cy Young winner in 88, World Series champion in 87, and was a three-time All-Star with the Twins in 88, 90, and 91. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, of course, goes out to Pittsburgh Steelers superstar Troy Polamalu. Troy, of course, believe it or not, from the black and gold, turned, of course, 39 over the weekend. This former Trojan is an eight-time Pro Bowler, a first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, Howard, two-time Super Bowl champ, as well as two-time, first-time All-Pac-10 at the University of Southern California. He had 14 forced fumbles, 33 touchdowns, 32 interceptions, 12 sacks, and 770 career tackles. A surefire Hall of Famer going into this year's class. Happy birthday to Troy P., who is 39 years old today. And speaking of twins, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to Joe Maurer, believe it or not, of the twins, believe it or not, yesterday. Joe, of course, turned 37. He has played with the twins for 14 years, a career batting average of 306 with 21-23 career hits, 143 home runs, and 923 runs batted in. He played 14 years with the twins. He is a five-time Silver Slugger Award winner in 06, 08, 10, and 13, as well as 06, 08, 09, three-time batting champion. His number seven has been retired. Three-time gold glove winner from 08 through 010. And, of course, a six-time all-star 06, 08 through 010, and then 12 and 13. Ladies and gentlemen, a unique guy. Of course, this he batted lefty and threw right, but, again, he just turned 37. Happy birthday to Joe, who today, as we said, turned 37 yesterday. So, happy birthday to those two gentlemen. Let's go to Monday. And before I go to that, you now I want to say 25 years ago today, and this was non-wrestling related, we had the Oklahoma City bombing. Yes, that's right. I forgot all about that. Yes, you're right. That was exactly 20, a quarter of a century ago yesterday, indeed. Yes, very good point there, John. Yep. Okay. Indeed. All right. 34 years ago today, AWA presented Wrestle Rock, 86 from the Hubert, H. Humphrey Metro Dome in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 24 years ago today, ECW presented Hostile City Showdown 96 from the ECW Arena 
in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Now, this was the uh, I'll take them both on hardcore moment. Yes. Yep. All right. 23 years ago today, WWE presented In Your House, 14 Revenge of the Taker. Uh. 22 years ago today on WCW Monday Nitro from Colorado Springs, Colorado, Hulk Hogan defeated Macho Man Randy Savage to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. Thanks to help from Bret Hart. And also on that same day, Goldberg defeated Raven to win the WCW United States Championship. 21 years ago today, Richard Aaron Rudin, best known to wrestling fans as Rick Rude, died of an overdose to medications in Alpharetta, Georgia, at the age of 40 years old. And, of course, it's sad because you talk about one of the best uh, cocky, arrogant, uh, let's just say, Lotharios of his time. Definitely the ravishing one that was definitely those, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he is also a Hall of Famer now and a member at one time of the NWO, and of course, as you know, a close good friend of Kurt Hennings, the two of them were best friends, grew up in the same area, and also, believe it or not, was a member at one time of the Dangerous Alliance with Paul Heyman, Larry Sabisco, Arn Anderson, and Bobby Eaton, as well as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and known as Stunning Steve Austin, in the mid-90s. Yep. Uh, nine years ago today, TNA releases Jamar Shipman, known as Jay Lethal. Just three days after competing on the lockdown pay-per-view. Uh, let's see, what else? Before you continue on else, John, I didn't know if you heard. Did you hear that the Revival now have a new name? No. They are calling themselves now The Revolt, believe it or not. Wow. They calling themselves The Revolt in the NWA power. Apparently they have decided to enter themselves in the Crockett Cup believe it or not. Wow. All right. Before I get on to the birthdays, I want to talk about something non-wrestling related. Please. It was uh, 21 years ago today, uh, we had that Columbine shooting. Oh, yes, that's right. Yep. All about that. And also four years ago today, I think we would lose China. Yes, you're right. It is actually four years ago today. Yes, indeed. Also on this date, 108 years ago, believe it or not, Fenway Park was open to the public for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. The Red Sox played, of course, the Yankees for a crowd of 24,000. Buck O'Brien put his club in a 5-1 hole in the third, but the home team rallies with three runs in the fourth and ties the contest in inning six. Both teams tied up in the eighth, but in the 11th, Steve Yorks reached second on air by third baseman Cozy Dolan and crosses the plate on a single from Tris Speaker, the Gray Eagle. Yorks collects five hits, two of them doubles and six at-bats. Now, you're going to laugh at this, John. The winning pitcher of the game is Charlie Sea Lion Hall, the losing hurler, James Hippo Vaughn. <laughs> Looks like a, yeah, I know. It's pretty weird. I know, but yeah. Uh... uh uh, like I said, how, how, the story about Charlie Seeline Hall, it's weird, how yes, uh, he was born in 1884, however, he didn't play very long, however, just from 1906 to 1918, however, uh, but like I said, I'm looking at his stats here, folks, and this is pretty weird, however, uh, like I said, how I'm trying to find, 
Like I said, it's very weird, however. Yes, he lived to be, believe it or not, did Charlie C. Lyon Hall, 59 years old. He played 12 years in the bigs, however, with the Reds, Red Sox, Cardinals, and Tigers. He was world champion in 1912. He won 54 games, lost 47 with an ERA of 309, and struck out 427, however. Born and raised in Ventura, California, he passed away in Ventura as well. And then James Hippo Vaughn, ladies and gentlemen. I have heard that name before, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, known as James Leslie Hippo Vaughn. He lived to be 78 years old. He played 13 years in the bigs, however, with the Highlanders, the Senators. Mm. Uh, he had a record of 178 and 137 with an ERA of 250, a triple crown winner in 1918, the NL wins leader and ERA leader that same year. He's a two-time strikeout leader. He had 1,415 career strikeouts, born in Rutherford, Texas, however, and began his career at the age of 18, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, he, of course, played 13 years in the big leagues, however, for the Highlanders, the Nationals, of, the Senators of 1912, and the Cubs for eight years. So there you go, some historical facts here. Also, of course, we have some other birthdays we'll talk about here in just a few minutes. So, uh, John, let's hear what we got as far as the birthdays go. All right. Johnny Nabool has a birthday. He turns 43. Yeah, I thought that was uh, Saturday. Uh, Monday. Oh, it was today. Okay, so happy birthday. Which is like today, that. yes, yes. Okay. Kurt Hawkins turned 35 years old, the release. Yes, one of the people we'll talk about in the release, yes. Yes. And Garrett Bischoff, the son of Eric Bischoff, turned 36 years old. Yes, and I do have some other ones to report here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy birthday today. What would have been, ladies and gentlemen, the 195th birthday of former Pittsburgh Steelers Ernie Stautner, who, of course, played 13 years, however, with the Pittsburgh Steelers and coached the Steelers for a year before coaching the Skins from 1965, the Cowboys for 22 years, the Dallas Texans in 1990, however, in the Arena League, three years with the Broncos, and then the Frankfurt Galaxy from 95 through 97. He would pass away at the age of 80 in February of 1980. This former nine-time Pro Bowler was a four-time All-Pro, five-time second-teamer. He had 120 recovered 23 fumbles, three safeties, and two picks in 173 games. He was a world champion, however, in world bowl champion, however, believe it or not. He was also the arena football coach of the year 1990. His number 70 has been retired and was named the NFL best lineman in 1957 and was a five-time second-team All-Pro. So happy 95th birthday to, of course, Ernie Stautner. And today, ladies and gentlemen, are some other birthdays, however. Happy birthday to Don Mattingly, the New York Yankees manager, now with the L.A. Dodgers, however, and former L.A. Dodger manager and Miami Marlin current manager. He was a coach of the Yankees for three years and the Dodgers for three as well. He's a six-time all, All-Star and AL MVP. He's a nine-time Gold Glove Award winner, 85 through 89 and 91 through 94. AL band champion and RBI leader in 84 and 85. Three-time Silver Slugger winner in 85 through 87. His number 23 has been retired. He was the New York team's captain mm-hmm. from 91 through 95. He is 59 years old. He is a career banner. He's a 307, 222 home runs, 1,100 runs bad in. His managerial record is 49% with 721 and 734. But, of course, he has 2,153 career hits. He played 13 years, however. Born in Evansville, Indiana, this left-hander, of course, turned 59 today. 
And today, ladies and gentlemen, is that very special birthday. One of my favorite college coaches of all time, ladies and gentlemen, the man who, of course, had a field name after him in Florida, ladies and gentlemen, the University of Florida, Penn Hill, Griffith's team, Steve Spurrier. Yes, folks, Steve Spurrier, ladies and gentlemen, today celebrates a very special birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to the former Heisman Trophy winner of 1966. The coach turned 75 today. He played, of course, 13 years in the bigs, however, believe it or not, however, eight of them with San Francisco, Three more with Car- uh, mm-hmm. Florida, Howard, and then another year, Howard, with the Tampa Bay Bucks when they were just starting out. He has coached Florida, Georgia Tech, Duke, Howard, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. Uh, he has one national championship, one ACC crown, six SEC titles, eight SEC Eastern Division champions, and one AAF, which is, of course, the Alliance of American Football Trophy. This two-time ACC coach of the year is the seven-time coach of the year. Member of the National High School Hall of Fame, first-time All-American, as well as Heisman Trophy, UPI, Walter Camp play, Memorial Trophy, SEC Player of the Year, all in the same year. A member of the Florida Football Ring of Honor, as well as the Athletic Hall of Fame, and also a member of the Florida-Georgia Rivalry Football Hall of Fame. Today, the coach who was born in Miami, Florida, turned 75 years old. So happy birthday to Coach Spurrier, Don Mattingly, and of course, of course former Pittsburgh Steeler Ernie Stoddard, who would have been 95 today. But again, the coach turned 75 today, and Mattingly turns 59. So there you go. All right, let's give you the number again. One six zero five. Thank you very much, John. Five six two zero four four four. Caller D one three eight seven four four pound. You can join us right now. And joining us right now is the Heartbreak Kid, along with myself and John Howard. We welcome him to episode. Hey, what's up? Nothing. We were just uh, getting ready to talk about the releases there, Fonzie. As we welcome you to the show. Uh, uh, John, not a release again. Who? No, no. We're just talking about the releases uh. that happened last week. That's all. Uh, okay, uh, one thing okay. we did talk about earlier today, Fonzie, I did mention, of course, uh, at the start of the show, of course, we talked about Howard Finkel, of course, the Finkel we lost last week. I'm going to get your thoughts on that in a minute. Also, we lost referee formerly of WWE back in the day, Jack Locke, who, of course, was the referee during the Hulk Hogan Iron Sheik match of NK4 in January of that year. He passed away suddenly yesterday. 86. Our thoughts and prayers are with lots of friends and family as well. That being said, John, let's get your thoughts about the releases. Any releases that surprised you over the week, Howard, that were let go? And I did hear something else, Howard, by the way, before I get your thoughts, Howard, guys, that I heard tonight that apparently Marie Bennett-Canellis and Mike Bennett-Canellis are going to make a big announcement on Monday Night Raw as far as their future goes. There's talk about Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan, Impact. Uh, I will ask you, John, where do you think that, uh, the, that Mike Bennett and his wife are going to end up? And also, I'd like to ask you your thoughts about uh, the releases that happened last week. So go right ahead. No comment. Okay, that's understandable. No problem. Thank you very much, Sir John. Fonzie, go ahead with your thoughts, if you could, please. Well, I'm shocked about Card Angle got released. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't wrestled since uh, Bear Shistane Corbin uh, yeah. beat him. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm because I know him personally. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I feel so bad right now because you know they released him. Rusev, I understand that either. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's my thing. Any others like Gals and Anderson, <sighs> Heath Slater, or Hawkins or Ryder, anything of that nature surprised you at all as well? Oh, thank God! Thank God! AJ Styles don't have his uh, the OC with him either. Good. 
Um, And we haven't heard from AJ Styles. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's wrestling peace somewhere. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I hope hope there's uh, one more. Hopefully, Lana gets fired and Bailey gets fired. Well, some of the names I heard over the week, well, I heard some other names have been released over the week, however, included Tenora Conti of NXT, Tino Sabatelli, uh, Serena Deeb, Performance Center coach Jerry Soto, Spanish announcer Diana Peruso, No Way Jose, Eric Rowan, Sarah Logan, Primo and Epico, the Colons, Sarah Logan, Billy Kidman, Shane Helms, David Finley, Lance Storm, Mike Rotundo, all producers, Aiden English, Eric Young, EC3, Drake Maverick, uh, Leo Rush was just some of the names that came aboard. However, other names included, believe it or not, uh, believe it or not, Edgar Lopez, Marcus Gomes, Mohamed Faim, Hussein Aldagal, Edgar Lopez. These are all NXT people, of course. Uh, Yi Fang, how AK Rocky in NXT, how Yi Fang, of course, signed with uh, WWE back in September 2016. Faim signed, of course, with WWE back in January 2018. The other wrestlers, however, had signed with WWE last year. Most of them had not yet worked matches on WWE TV yet. Uh, Rocky Howard did appear in an NXT TV match back in 2018 with uh, TN Bing against Oni Larkin and Danny Burch. So those are just some of the things there. Now, also, we understand, however, believe it or not, that The Rock is making news. And, John, I'll get your thoughts on this in a second, but I'm going to hear Fonzie's opinion about this. According to reports, during an Instagram live Q&A over the weekend, however, The Rock weighed in on the possibility of a matchup with his cousin, however, believe it or not, however, Roman Reigns. As a result, however, Rock said he would be open to the possibility. He went on to say this about the match. Rock, Roman, is it possible? Yeah, I think anything is possible. Of course, I'm always open. That's the cool thing about pro wrestling is that there is an adaptability to wrestling. And you never know, you never say in the world of pro wrestling. And you never say never with Vince McMahon, who you know, who have been my mentors in the business for a very long time, and a close friend and confident of mine. So yeah, you never say no. But for something like that to happen, I think the venue would have to be right. I think the business model would have to be right. But I'm very close with Roman. That's the to me. So we'll have to wait and see. Overall, however, I think this match is going to happen next year, WrestleMania 37. I've been talking about this for the last few weeks, guys, and we've talked about it a little longer. Uh, let's hear your thoughts, Fonzie. Do you think we're going to see a match at Mania 37, if there is a Mania 37 between The Rock and Roman? His cousin? They're going to fight each other? Yep. This, uh, this should be interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah, hopefully. There is 37. Um, yeah. So I don't know why they're going to face each other because they're cousins. Uh, but um, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be weird to see the, both, both cousins fight each other at WrestleMania. But um, if, I, if I'm like, you know, whatever the producer or whatever, the writers. Uh I wanna see the rock versus um maybe uh maybe uh Braun Strowman maybe for the title. Yep. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. No. Well Braun we know has well, we know Braun has an upcoming date, however, let's just say, however, with, of course, Bray Wyatt, who we'll talk about here in just a little bit, however. That being said, however, 
Uh, like I said, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. However, uh, like I said, however, we'll have to wait and see what happens. A very good point indeed. Uh, thank you very much, Alfonso. Uh, John, let's hear your thoughts. Yes, I mean it would be interesting. I mean, do you think we're going to see that match? Huh? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I think it will be very interesting. I think The Rock still has one more match left in him. I believe he I does. I do, too. I do, too. I do, too. I would agree with you. I would definitely agree with you. I would uh, agree with you there. No question about it. But we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Uh, one of the things I did see just now, however, as we were talking about this moments ago, apparently Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose are still at each other's throats. And Sonya, of course, shared a let's just say, a risque photo on her Twitter account earlier today, Uh-oh. however, sending a message to her former and desired Man. partner, Mandy Rose. Yeah. In the caption, she wrote, however, I could be a centerfold too, bitch. As we know last week, DeVille explained her recent actions against Mandy and said she was tired of living in her shadow and calling Mandy Rose a dime a dozen bottle blonde who looks like she was creating some sort of lab. Uh, what were your thoughts about the comments last week by Sonya, however, John, on SmackDown? And what do you think about her comments now explaining this, however, to Mandy? <laughs> wow. Yes. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, it's going to be interesting because we have heard reports say, how, according to statements, how there could be a tag team match in the works, how Money in the Bank, which we'll talk about here in just a minute, between Sonya and Mandy, how are going against each other. Mandy, of course, teaming up with her new boy toy, Squeeze. Sonya going up against her new, uh, let's just say, close uh, boyfriend, if you want to call him that, even though we know uh, Sonya outside of the ring, however, has a different lifestyle, however, which is very special, let's just say, with her uh, friend uh, Adriana, let's just say, however, because we've seen that on Total Bells, but that being said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Fonzie, what's your take about the comments about Sonya attacking Mandy the way she did, however? (laughs) First of all, she won the to put this all this shit to um to Mandy because Dolph Ziggler can't keep his nose out of people's business and I would have loved to see this match go take place at Money in the Bank or the, after the Money in the Bank the other pay per view what's the other pay per view at the Money in the Bank JD uh, well, they haven't said anything yet. They have not said anything yet at this point. Okay. Uh, usually it's in June. There's one in June, right, right JD? It's usually money. Yeah, usually. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's. It's. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do, but go on. Yeah. All right. Well, if it really happens, maybe I would love to see this. Manny versus Sonia Deville in a steel cage. Nobody can interfere. There's no escape. You know, friends versus ex-friend. Um, then uh, I would have loved to see Dolph Ziggler versus Otis in in a steel cage, too. No interference. Not his girlfriend. They can be in the ringside while this shit happens because, you know, I want to see one-on-one match. Then... If it's finished, then you can come in and whatever and attack. But um, yeah, I I love Manny Rose with uh, Otis. 
Um, I hate Sunny Deville. She's a little, we'll say, the little little c word. We'll say she yeah. did the, all this to her f- call friend, special friend, partner, and you do this to your partner? No. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens tonight or SmackDown, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens tonight on. Monday Night Raw, um, I know the, uh, Drew McIntyre um, is yep. going to address what happened last week with yep. uh, Seth Rollins stepping on its head, not once, yes. but twice. Yes, exactly. And i like to see this match happen, title on the line. Whoever wins, it, you know, it don't matter if Drew McIntyre wins, you know, he's okay. And then whoever wins the Money in the Bank, Mans, will face Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman. Now, if Seth Rollins wins, it'll be a switch. Instead of Drew, will be Seth Rollins, whoever face. And uh, Braun Strowman, but um, yeah, I would like to see what happens tonight. Um, but who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, right. but uh, that's my that's my statement, and uh, that's about it. Yes, you've been. That's a good segue into our next thought. I don't have to ask you about uh, Raw anyway, so you already gave us our thoughts, so I appreciate that, Dan. Uh, John, let's get your thoughts about Raw, because tonight, of course, Bonzi brought up some good points about McIntyre and Rollins, of course, what happened, of course, last week, and now it looks like we might have those two go at it at Money in the Bank. Plus, we have three qualifying matches, Murphy versus Rey Mysterio, uh, yeah, that's right. Austin Theory versus <laughs> Alistair Black, of course, you know, Austin Theory is going to have Selena Vega in his corner, of course. Yeah, what else is new? What else is new, J.D.? And then we got Apollo <laughs> Crews versus MVP. Those are just some of the matches going on tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's get your thoughts, however, about uh, this uh, evening's show, in your opinion. I hope it, I hope it goes... It was extremely well. I would say so, too. Of course, this is the last week. As you know, Raw will be live, ladies and gentlemen, however, instead of being taped, however, because starting next week, they're going to be actually taped in their shows again, believe it or not, beginning next week. We also know that NXT and SmackDown will be live also, uh, believe it or not, later this week. Now, guys, I am seeing something. This is going to blow your mind, however, and this is totally off the subject of wrestling. I'm looking at this story right now, this video. <laughs> I hope Murphy big four-pound taco. Black. It's called, it's called the Fat Amy. And guys, this thing is fat Amy. Yeah, fucking the Fat Amy. What now? What now? It's this, taco. It's a four-pound taco. It's only holy shit. Guys. But guys, this is what. Wait till you see what's in it, though. You're gonna freak. What's in it, guys? This thing. It's it's this one restaurant, however. It's called a Tito's Bur- Burritos and Wings in New Jersey, however, in South Orange, New Jersey. Here's what's in it. You guys are going to absolutely blow your mind. They start with a 12-inch homemade flour tortilla, okay? Then they deep fry it up in a custom basket. They fry it up in a custom basket, however. Then it gets better, guys. Are you ready for this? This is what they put in. Then they add, are you ready for this? Here we go. They add French fries. 
Ooh. Fried chicken. Chipotle mayo. Ooh. Cheese. Ooh. Lettuce. <laughs> okay. Pico de gallo. Oh my goodness. More chipotle sauce. This thing is big, guys. This thing's like it's like it's ridiculous how it's a very large flour tortilla. It's like deep fried we're talking. But it's just been it says how I mean it's yay big. But guys, it's even better, Howard. This this is the clincher, guys. I'm still watching the video. Yeah, it's a fried 12-inch flour tortilla. But guys, this is the kicker. It's a giant taco, basically. It's the kitchen sink of tacos. And like I said, a lot of people, you can't eat it in one sitting. But guys, you're going to freak. It costs 12 bucks to order. 12 bucks. And how big is this motherfucking shit? 12 inches. The four-pounder. It's four pounds. Holy shit. I know, it just put it up in the Entertainment Cavalcade page in the Movie Fans Worldwide page. You guys have got to see it. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. Hey, you be shedding marbles out of your ass. I mean, there's fried the chicken and fries and all that. Good oh, thing. my goodness. I mean, that's crazy. That's just insane. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so go figure, guys. But that is a big, big taco, shall we say. But, uh, yes, uh, before we continue on, we want to remind you that this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we will be back with our triple stacker beginning at 6 <sighs> outside. Uh, uh, outside the ropes, ladies and gentlemen, 141387. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check it out as we will give you the latest news and, ho- and scoop, however, both in the sports world and non-sports world, ladies and gentlemen, 141387. John, myself, and Mr. 7 will be on. 8 o'clock, John, myself, and Fonzie will be back with wrestling debate. Ladies and gentlemen, the AEW NXT will continue to heat up. There, including two big tournament matches this week, which we'll take a look about that here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. We'll continue it on at 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, with Wrestling Revolution this coming week, so you definitely don't want to miss that. These are the matches so far that you will see this week, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as that goes, we're going to tell you what we got in store for you this week. Here are the matches that you will see this week. First off, however, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you will see these matches, however, Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this week on Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely want to hold on you. It will be Darby Allen, ladies and gentlemen, taking oh. off Jimmy Rivera, ladies and gentlemen, in a TNT tournament quarterfinal match, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> also, the natural Dustin Rhodes will take on Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, ladies and gentlemen, will take on Jimmy Havoc. Kenny Omega, the cleaner, will be back in action, ladies and gentlemen, back in action for the first time in a few weeks. And yes, the exalted one, Brody Lee, will be in action. So that is your setup for this week on AEW. Definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, this week, ladies and gentlemen. And as far as NXT goes, we will tell you what we got in store for you this week on NXT, ladies and gentlemen. You definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to be Jeez. a very interesting uh, Holy shit, I'm bringing back a 92 series. Holy heck. What are you uh, watching? Uh, I recorded last night. It was on last night. The, the Pirates at the Braves, 1992, oh. at the Atlanta. And they're showing their lineup. Oh. Andy Vance like Well, here are the matches you will see this week, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Finn Balor, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the Velveteen Dream. Last week we saw intensity built up between, let's just say, the man who was looking to put down Adam Cole, however, once and fallen into a dreamland. But unfortunately, the NXT World Heavyweight Champion, the long-term NXT Champion, that is Adam Cole now, was ready to put the dream into dreamland of his own. 
But this week, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Finn Balor taking on Velveteen Dream after Adam Cole and the Velveteen Dream heart got into each other's face last week. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Kushida, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Tony Nese, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Yabs himself, in an A-block interim NXT Cruiserweight title tournament matchup. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, Drake Maverick will take on Jake Atlas in an A-block interim Cruiserweight title matchup. Drake Maverick, of course, was released last week, but Drake Maverick, prior to this, I believe, how was told how he could still compete, ladies and gentlemen, possibly, maybe, in the tournament. But don't be surprised if Drake Maverick uh, bottoms out of this, however, let's just say, however, in this tournament, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. Yes, the unlikely duo of Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox will take on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Dakota Kai... And Gonzalez, as you know, Howard, have been the best of friends of late, trying to stick it to Tegan Knox and the rest of the NXT ladies, if you will, will be teaming up, however, this week to take on Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox. And also, ladies and gentlemen, making his NXT debut, ladies and gentlemen, a newcomer to the scene, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk more about him and try to get a background and check on him in a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. It will be El Hio Del Fantasma taking on Jack Gallagher, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, gentlemen, Jack Gallagher, of course. The Mary Poppins and the Stachio Umbrella Man, however, will be back in action in a B-block interim NXT Cruiserweight title matchup. Now, the reason why they're doing these blocks, ladies and gentlemen, is because the current champion, the Irish Ace, the current NXT UK champion, Jordan Devlin, is not allowed to travel, nor is the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne out of the UK, however, because of what's been going on with this pandemic. Hopefully, they'll be back in the US. They'll be back to wrestling very soon, however, if you will. So, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Now, last week, as you know, ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, how Akira Tozawa beat Isaiah Scott how, in the first round of the tournament, how, so we'll have to wait and see who moves on. But folks, those are some of your matches set for this week on Dynamite and NXT. Fonzie, of course, will have the story from the NXT Performance Center with Mauro Ranolo. I will be, of course, with a champion and, of course, Tony Schiavone at the AEW. Who's the matches on NXT? Is any put, matches on? Yeah, Finn Balor versus, I just mentioned them, yes. Oh, uh, okay. So, but uh, I'll repeat okay. them again, however, on Wednesday. But oh, yes, that's okay. Know, okay. Those are just some of the matches that you will see coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely want to check that out as well. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you, in just a few minutes, the weather forecast for the upcoming week, however. Right now, it is a gorgeous day wherever you're at, however. Hopefully, you are all enjoying this. Sun Splash Day, and of course, as you know, this week, of course, is the NFL Draft. Of course, the big story this week in the NFL Draft is, of course, some of the trades going on. We understand the San Francisco 49ers could be giving up two of their picks. John, I know your boys are taking number two, however, and the word in Washington is, I've been hearing, however, apparently... From Barry I'm, Bonds. Wow. Believe it or not, Jeez. the Redskins, however, are talking about going after Chase Young, the big lineman out of Ohio State, but also there's been talk, however, possibly Tua out of Alabama or maybe even uh, possibly maybe someone else could be uh, taking a chance on uh, possibly uh, Tua, but we don't know what. It could be uh, Miami at number one, flip-flopping with Cincinnati, or maybe Detroit. But overall, right now, if you're the Washington Redskins at number two coming up with the draft on Thursday night, the question is, do the Skins need a lineman? Do they need a running back? Do they need another quarterback, even though they just got Haskins last year? I mean, where do you go if you're Dan Snyder and the Redskins? I'm back. Okay. I was just asking your thoughts, John, about what do you think the Skins are going to do in the draft this week? I don't know. 
Well, in my opinion, I think they need alignment. I really do. I think they need alignment. I I, I do think, however, they're going to go, uh, like I said, I think they're going to go with alignment. I have some funny going to tell me they're going to go after wow. alignment. I really do, however. And uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, I do think they're going to go after alignment. I think that's the way they're going to go. Fonzie, let's get your thoughts, however, about uh, what the Sears going to do, however, in our front. However, we know they don't have a first-round pick, but uh, they are looking at some big names, however, if you will. And if you're the black and gold right now, where do you think the black and gold is going to go in the second round? I heard they're going to go for a linebacker, which is will be freaking stupid. It will be really stupid. If okay. I... If I'm the owner, I would draft an offensive line to protect Ben this year. That's what you got to do. Well, like I they don't said, have anybody who who because uh, Ryan Ron Foster is retired. It, it, not retired, but he left. Foster yeah. Roman Foster. Um, you all know with how Dave Costello is Costello. Um. Uh, you know, we we already know. Pouncey. I'm looking at the right now. I'm looking at the mock drafts, and here's the way they're set up right now. Chad Reuter says uh, a corner out of Ohio State, as does uh, Peter Schrager. Derek Jeremiah says the same thing, but Bucky Brooks, however, and the other guys think Derek Brown or even possibly Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker, however out of possibly maybe Clemson, or as I mentioned, Chase Young out of Ohio State, folks, could be the number two pick for John's boys. We'll have to wait and see. Now, as far as the Steelers go, I've been hearing a lot of people say this, believe it or not. This is what I've been hearing from a lot of mock drafts. As far as the first round goes, Howard, I mean, not the first round, I should say, the second round for the Steelers, Pittsburgh's picks, Howard. I mean, let's take a look at that. This is, take a look at the NFL draft, Howard. Um, yeah. Let's take a whoops. Uh, let's take let's take a look and tell you. Here's what John's picks are. John, your team will be drafting first, number two overall, followed by in the third round, uh, pick number sixty-six. Wow, Clark uh, uh, Holy! Like shit. I said, pick one hundred eight and one forty-two. Then you will be drafting at one sixty-two, and then two cents. You got two fours and two sevens. If you're the Redskins, do you give up one of those four? Two, one of those two fourth-round picks or one of those two seventh-round picks, or do you keep them the way they're at right now because Washington needs help? What, what do you do if you're Dan Snyder? Uh, do the same thing Fonzie said. Yes. Well, one person, like I said, let's talk about the Steelers now. And this is where the Steelers are looking at in the draft, and I'll get Fonzie's pick here. And Fonzie, I'll tell you who I've heard as far as the Steelers go. This is the way the Steelers' picks look, however, going into the draft. I want to tell you about it here in a second, folks. Uh, and now we got to pick 44 or 46. I think round. you're right. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. let's take a look here. Okay. Here's we don't have nothing in the first round. No, we don't have nothing in the first round. No, here's what we got. Okay, here's our picks. Pick yeah. 49, like you just said. Yeah. Number, in the third round, 102. Then we got two fours, 124, 135. We don't have a fifth. We have one yes. six, and I think we have two sevens, unless we have one seven. But I've been hearing a lot about in the second round, like you said. I've been hearing linebacker, but I've also heard two other names, however. K.J. Hamler out of Penn State running back, and I've also been hearing Jalen Hurts, possibly out of Oklahoma, how the quarterback. 
I've also been hearing Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. If you're the Steelers, if one of those three names come up on the board at number 49, which one of those three sounds like the better pick? To me, I think it's going to be either Taylor or it's going to be Hurts. It's going to be one of them, too, I feel. They could use a quarterback because... And a backup quarterback, who's going to be? Madison Rudolph? Yeah. But we need a third back, just in case. So, I would have said the quarterback for maybe the seventh. Maybe the fifth or sixth round, whatever we are, um, go after a freaking offensive lineman. You don't need no defense linebacker because we got plenty of that. We need an offensive line to protect Ben Roethlisberger and run a goddamn ball. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. I'm back. Okay. So as I was saying, Fonzie, if you're one of those three guys, if you're Hamler, Hertz, or Taylor, what do you do if you're the Steelers at 49? To me, I'm looking at a running back because you need someone to fill the void in, however, now that Carter's yeah. up and down. Although you got Snell. I mean, I do like Snell, and I still think Snell could get a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, you need a good brew. We need offensive linemen. We need offensive line to you protect Ben. Yes. We don't need no linebacker. Well, what about quarterback? Quarterback could probably... Probably wait until like whatever late fourth round, or maybe the fourth round or or six. Yeah, uh, depends. That's true. That That's uh, true. first, the first or the second round actually. Yeah, we don't have the third pick, do we? No, the third second round? round we in the second round we have pick number forty nine. Nine. Okay. All right, we don't have a round three, right? Yes, we do. We have pick 102. 102. I'll say maybe. I'm seeing a quarterback go in the late, middle of the third round. I think the third round we can draft a QB. I'm thinking hard. That or, or um, on, uh, we don't have a fifth. And we another don't have wide, a, yeah, maybe another wide receiver? Possibly, yeah. Because we got Deontay Johnson last year, if you remember, in the third round. Yeah. Which was a good pick. That was a very good pick, and I think he's going to get better. I really do. I think this kid has some potential. I think he can help out yeah. Juju. I think they had a good draft last year. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they had some good picks last yeah. year. I mean, yeah. let's, I mean let's, let's go back and take a look what happened back in 2019. John, we'll go over your picks, too. This is what the series did last year, folks, in case you're wondering. This is how they drafted last year, a year ago, ladies and gentlemen. This is how their draft really went last year. First off, ladies and gentlemen... Their draft was very unique. In round one, you moved up the board. You took Devin Bush from Michigan, which was a steal, I feel. That was probably one of the better picks they made, moving from 20 to 10. Then you drafted Deontay Johnson from Toledo in the third round, followed by Justin Lane from Michigan great State. Back. Holy shit. Uh, then you drafted Benny Snell in the fourth round, however, from Kentucky. Yeah. Zach Gentry, I think the jury's still a little out on him. He's a big boy, 6'5", 6'6", 260, 270. He's a blocking tight end, but I do think how he could use another tight end. I mean, you just got Eric Ambron Howard from Indianapolis to help out Vance McDonald, who has got to stay healthy, I feel. That's the key. Then you draft Son Smith out of uh, LA, uh, SMU, Isaiah Bugs out of Alabama, Ulysses uh, Gilbert III uh, from, I forget what college, and then Derwin Gray Howard. Overall, last year, I think the two big studs that came out to play last year 
were Bush and Johnson, although Bush kind of faltered midway through the season, and it was a tough first year for him. Don't get me wrong. It was a rough, choppy first year at times. Deontay Johnson, I think, was a steal in the third round. To get him from Toledo, however, the University of Toledo, and to see him just sitting there in the middle of the third round however, was absolutely, absolutely a genius, genius move, in my opinion. I thought that was one of the better picks they had last year. Bush, I mean, he had some good games here and there, but I think if he stays healthy this year and packs on a little bit more weight and hits the and I here's been working pretty well in the offseason so far, at least from what I've been hearing so far. I think he'll be a little bit better this year. I hope he does. Benny Snell is a good running back. I think he can help out with James Conner, but I do think we need a bruising running back. And I think that's where you got KJ Hammer who can do everything. We might get the running back for uh Penn State. Or, or the kid um, from Wisconsin. Yeah, maybe the, maybe Taylor. Jacksonville. I've, yeah, I I I, I, I like yeah, well, no, I don't think we'll get Fournette. Fournette, I don't think we'll end up with hey, him. They might release him. Jacksonville I know they're talking about releasing him, and I know they're talking about Tampa looking at him, and Tampa has already rejected yeah. him. I don't, think we'll t- I don't think we'll take him. If you want a bruiser, like I said, Fournette has too much of a headache. He reminds me a lot of sort of like, he reminds me a little bit of um, Le'Veon Bell. He's got that attitude about him, and I don't know if the Steelers would want that headache in their locker room. Whereas if you have a good bruising fullback to help you out with James Conner, if he can stay healthy, if he can run between the pipes, however, just like Benny Snell can, I think you could have three good running backs this year. I think you're going to have Conner. Conner's obviously number one. Conner has got to stay healthy. That's the main must. He has got to stay healthy. If he wants to make it in this league and stay healthy, however, this has to be his breakout star year. If he doesn't, however, he might as well just pack his bags and get the hell out of here while he can. Because right now, I think James DeJet, however, at times, has not stayed healthy, and that's kind of hurt them. They drafted a good one last year in Benny Snell, and at times, Benny Snell was half decent. Again, he's like Devin Bush. He's a guy in the weeds that you're going to have to grow and mature very slowly and carefully. But at the same time, if you get Bush and him to really click together on the same page, how even though they're different positions, and they work out real well, their spots are, and work well with their teammates and coaches and friends and family, I think these two have a bright future ahead of them. As far as Jonathan Taylor goes, I think he was one of the better backs than K.J. Hamler last year. Although K.J. Hamler can do everything for Penn State, I still think that Jonathan Taylor reminds me a lot of Ron Dane was at Wisconsin. He's like 6'2", 6'3", about 220-235. He can really hit the hole. And if you're looking for that big inside push, however, even though Connor has a pretty good motor to him, I think just Josh and Jonathan Taylor, however, out of Wisconsin, is that guy. And I would love to see him end up as a steer. And I'll tell you right now, I know T.J. Watt, however, and his brother, Howard, have already talked, I'm sure, with him about coming to Pittsburgh. I'm sure TJ's been bending to Coach Tomlin's ear and Mr. Rooney's ear and Mr. Colbert's ear the last couple months, Howard. Right now, if I'm the Steelers sitting around in the second round, if Taylor's on the board, Howard, sitting there in the middle of the second round and no one's taking him yet, I would roll the dice and take a chance on him. I really would. I think he has a great future ahead of him. I really does. I think he could be the next big back for the next eight or nine, ten years. I think he has a great future ahead of him. But again, we're going to have to wait and see coming up starting on Thursday as far as the draft goes. Now, before we get into uh, John's picks from last year, let's give you the weather forecast, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, and let you know what's going on there. Sorry, got a bug in my throat. Right now it is 62 and sunny here in Pittsburgh. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds with a chance of rain, 47. 
49 cloudy on Wednesday, 57 with a chance of sun and clouds with a chance of rain on Thursday, 60, 61, 52 with rain Friday through Sunday, and then 52 next Monday with clouds. So that's the way the weather looks like in uh, our neck of the woods. In John's neck of the woods, let's tell you what the weather forecast is like down there. 65, partly sunny. Tomorrow is going to be a gorgeous day down there. Sun and clouds, however, with a chance of rain, 63. 59 with sun and clouds on Wednesday. Then rain, of course, on Thursday, 59. Chance of sun and clouds with rain Friday and Saturday, 63 and 59. Followed by rain, 61, 58, Sunday and Monday in Front Royal. So that's John's neck of the woods. Now, as far as Palmyra and the other places, let's tell you about them right now, and we'll go over them one by one. First off, starting off in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, in GTS's neck of the woods, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It is a balmy, sunny day in 48 degrees in T-Town, if you will. Tomorrow will be 43 with sun and clouds, followed by 44 and 40, however, Tuesday through Thursday. 50 on Friday, however, followed by a chance of uh, rain, snow mix on Saturday, 43. 50, of course, and 48 on Sunday and Monday, so that's the way the weather looks like. In Toronto, our home of King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, Snack of the Woods. Meanwhile, down in Trinity, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW's Neck of the Woods. It is 60 degrees and sunny there. Tomorrow will be gorgeous, even more in 70 hour. 69 on Wednesday with sun and clouds. 62 with a chance of sun and clouds with a chance of a late day shower Thursday. Fall by rain on Saturday and 71 with a chance of sun and clouds, but 73 on Friday. Sunday and Monday look pretty good. Sunday, 64 with a chance of a late day shower, but 62 on Monday, however, some sun and clouds, so it looks pretty good down there in Trinity, ladies and gentlemen, down there. Uh, Palmyra, Virginia, the home of the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Let's tell you what the weather looks like in Palmyra, ladies and gentlemen. It is a gorgeous day in Palmyra, 65 and sunny right now, absolutely fantastic in Palmyra, ladies and gentlemen. Followed by tomorrow, 67 with sun and clouds, 64 on Wednesday with sun and clouds, then of course rain, 58 and 62 respectively Thursday and Friday, 65 on Saturday mm-hmm. with some sun and clouds and a chance of a late day shower, 62 and rain on Sunday, but then Monday it looks pretty good in 63 with sun and clouds, so it looks pretty good in Palmyra. Meanwhile, however, in Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, the home of our good friend Anel Patel's neck of the woods, the rattlesnake. It is 75, however, and cloudy, but there is a lake wind advisory, however, if you will. Tomorrow, 79 with sun and clouds, 84 on Wednesday with clouds, 87 with sun and clouds on Thursday, 83 with a chance of rain on Friday, then rain and sun and cloud mix on Saturday, high of 81. 84 on Sunday with rain all day Sunday, and then 79 on Monday, however, with sun and clouds in Tampa. Right now it is 70 degrees in cloudy in Tampa. Meanwhile, in the home of our good friend, let's just say the King of Club, Mitz Patel's neck of the woods. It is 76 and sunny down there in Columbus, Georgia today, but there is a flood warning in effect right now, so please be careful if you're in that area. Tomorrow, of course, it'll be nice in 81, 77 on Wednesday with sun and clouds, but then a chance of a late-day shower on Thursday, high of 76, then 82 on Friday, however, with sunshine, 84 on Saturday, 72 with sun and clouds, however, on Sunday, and then 73 on Monday, however, if you will, and sunshine next Monday. So it looks pretty good in Columbus right now. It is a high of 73 right now in beautiful Columbus, Georgia. Meanwhile, however, we'll tell you about what's going on in Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, our final stop of the day. And by the way, this uh, weather forecast is brought to you by the Weather Channels. We are coming up now on the 4 o'clock hour here on Monday for 2020 day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm keep on saying it, for 2020 day, ladies and gentlemen, here on Raw Radio for episode 234.
And our final stop, ladies and gentlemen, is Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give you the uh, forecast right now, what's going on as far as that weather goes. Right now, Howard, here's the way the weather looks right now. A gorgeous day there if you're in Jacksonville and fantastic. 73 and sunny. Tomorrow's going to be even better, 80 and sunny. But then it cools down a little bit on Wednesday, however, with a chance of a late-day shower, high of 69, but then rain on Thursday, 72. Friday through uh, Monday, ladies and gentlemen, here's the way the weather forecast looks. Friday, 74, with some sun and clouds and a chance of a late-day shower, but then Sunday through Monday look fantastic. 70, 75, and 73, however. However, each day, however, with a chance of sunshine each day, although there will be a little bit of cloud activity Saturday and Sunday, but right now it is a gorgeous day in Jacksonville right now, high of 71 degrees right now. So there you go, folks. Those are weather forecasts for today, however, here on Raw Radio. Of course, as we said, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we also, of course, are sponsored besides the Weather Channel by our other sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, ladies and gentlemen, where you can get the best selection ever with or without the cases. Right now, you can get two or more discs, however, for a buck each, ladies and gentlemen, however, while three or discs are two bucks each, however, and, of course, cases are 50 cents each. And right now, we bring you the best selection ever, however, to, as we take a bite out of the cost. And right now, here are some of the movies, ladies and gentlemen, that you can uh, check right now, however. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Bless you. Sorry about that, folks. Thanks. Uh, Right now, you can check out some of the movies that are uh, coming on, uh, on, like I said, right now, in stock, including, however, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks, the full Monty, which we understand uh, Chad did last Halloween, however, for a very special cause, ladies and gentlemen, of course. That is one of his movies, as you know. Right along to Every Secret Thing, Dark Tide, Season <coughs> 2, Predator 2, She's All That Bless You, Flags of Our Fathers, Roadhouse, Big Daddy, American Pie Breaking 2. Breaking news. Force Somebody got shot. Office <laughs> Space, Euro Trip, uh, Rush Hour 2, King Kong, What Women Want, Serendipity. There you go. Bad Boys 2, Boy, oh The Girl Next Door, The Rundown, Mary with Children, Hitch, Spider-Man 2, Scarface, Castaway, Super Troopers, the Rock, Know Your Role, First Star, Ocean's 12, We Were Soldiers, Basic, Ten All Wars, Men of All Honor, American, non, American Pie, Ocean's Eleven, The Abyss, Rush Hour, Goodfellas, You've Got Mail, Air Force One, Rowan, American Wedding, Gone 60 Seconds, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Not Another Team Movie, uh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Air Force One, 27 Dresses, which, by the way, we've already heard that Mr. W. said he's gotten rid of almost all those 27 Dresses in his closet, because we heard they were still hiding in his closet. And right now, before we continue on the list of the other movies, we now want to welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 238, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only man from man from Georgia, Howard, ladies and gentlemen. The oh, okay. Of States, Wonderful. The King of Clubs, ladies Wonderful. Gentlemen. He is joining us right now as we say good afternoon to him here on this uh, 42020 day, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Mitt Patel. Mitt, how are you, my friend? Doing good. We were just talking about, uh, we went over the weather, of course, just a few minutes ago, and we heard it's a beautiful day down in your neck. It's beautiful up here in Pittsburgh and then beautiful in Fort Royal. Uh, that being said, we were just talking also about some of the things going on with the draft coming up this week, <coughs> however, with the NFL, but also some of the uh, releases, too, and some of the uh, big things that are going on coming up this week, however, as far as AEW and NXT. Uh, overall, let's get your take about uh, some of the news, however, uh, pertaining to the releases this week, and also uh, your thoughts about uh, what will be seen tonight on Monday Night Raw, in your opinion. About the release, yes. I understand why it happened, but some of them will be back. I just don't know who, but I just don't think it's going to be Anderson and Gallows. Yes, I, I've, I've heard about that. 
I have also heard, according to reports, however, that uh, they might also be bringing back, uh, we understand a couple big names could be showing up tonight on Monday Night Raw. One of them, of course, is being discussed. Mike Bennett and his wife Maria will be announcing tonight on Raw, however, their future status. In fact, according to 411 Mania, we understand, this is what I heard moments ago, however, or a little while ago, apparently, however, and this is what I heard too. Uh, before we get into that, this is what I heard just now. Believe it or not, before we get your thoughts on this, this is what I had heard, however. And, John, I'll get your thoughts on this along with Fonzie here in a minute. I'll start with you on this story. According to reports, this is what I had he- just heard from Joseph Lee from 4Line Mania. According to reports, however, as we all know, how <coughs> Liv Morgan, as we all know, made a return back to WWE in December to interrupt the wedding of Lana Bobby Lashley. She then revealed that she used to date Lana, and while that part of the angle was dropped, the two went on to feud for a few weeks before it was dropped. Well, according to reports, however, in the most recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that the reason why that the feud was dropped was because there were no actual plans for Morgan when she returned. Paul Heyman allegedly booked the spot as a way to pop the crowd, but had no plans to follow up on that. What are your thoughts about this? I got no, no comment. comment. Sorry about that. You were saying, go ahead. I guess you were saying, go ahead. What were you saying now? You had no comment, you said? Yeah, I have no comment. Okay, and John, you said none either. And Fonzie, let's get your thoughts. About what? What I just <laughs> read about the whole Liv Morgan thing. Oh, that Liv Morgan, you said? Yes. They had no plans to follow up with the whole storyline after the whole wedding crashing ceremony, if you will. Oh, God. Who gives a shit? Uh, well, this... Uh, uh, okay. Well, another... Yeah. Well, another story, guys, I want to get your thoughts, and uh, John, I'll get your thoughts, and then I'll get yours from Fonzie again. Uh, According to reports, Drake Maverick had a cryptic tweet today earlier, simply simply said, 7.30 p.m. No other details are known what he's planned for 7.30 p.m. Maverick, of course, was released by WWE last week, but will still be wrestling three more matches for the company, including this week, in his matchup against Jake Atlas. This follows two other names that were released last week, as right now we understand Maria and Mike Kanellis are teasing an announcement for later tonight. Mitt, this is the story I was telling you about uh, right now, and John, I'll get your thoughts about this too, mm. however. Maria Kanellis posted to Twitter this, over the weekend that she and her husband Mike will be making an announcement during Raw. It's likely she means on social media as Raw airs since they were both just released from the company. Either way, she tagged WWE, AEW, NJPW, ROH, and Impact Wrestling in her post. She wrote the following, and this was of course dated, believe it or not, as of this morning, at 11 o'clock this morning. Tonight during Raw, Mike and I will be making an announcement. Hashtag non-essential wrestlers, hashtag non-essential family, hashtag... Quarantine Life, hashtag Monday Night Thoughts at WWE, at NJPW1972, at Impact Wrestling, at Ring of Honor, at AEW Wrestling, at Real Mike Bennett. What are your thoughts about this comment by Maria? I'll believe it when I see it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. John, what about you? What are your thoughts about the announcement by Maria? Agree. I agree. I would agree, too. I would agree, too. And, Fonzie, your thoughts, however. I'm just watching the news with the, the protests outside of this. Yeah, but if you could hold on that for just a minute, real quick, but let's get no, your thoughts. No, I know. Um, uh, whatever um, whatever uh, Mick said and John or you. 
Well, let me ask you yeah. guys this with a one-word answer as far as Federation goes. Where do you think they're going to end up? Where do you think they're going to end up if they end up somewhere in European? What Federation do you think will take a chance on them? Um, I say go back to Ring of Honor. Back to Ring of Honor, you think? Okay. John, what about you? Agreed. Fonzie? Agree. I'm gonna say or I'm gonna say AEW. I'm gonna go against you guys on this. I think AEW is gonna use them. I think AEW will take them. Now, believe it or not, also believe it or not, we did mention this, of course. Uh, believe it or not, how on this day in history, John, you've got one other date, however, to point out. It was a year ago today we saw the match between brother versus brother went at it. The American Nightmare and the Natural went at it, however, as it was announced on this date, however, for Double or Nothing one. But uh, one thing we did talk about, however, was obviously, however, the story, of course, a couple of years ago, and John and I talked about before you came on on YouTube, it, uh, it was two years ago today that, believe it or not, however, that we lost Bruno San Martino. Uh, one thing I will bring up to you, Mitt, however, and John and I talked about this earlier, and Fonzie, I'll get your thoughts in a minute as well, is the new name of the Revival. Apparently, Dash and Dawson now have changed their name and are calling themselves the Revolt, and as a result, they have decided to change their names to Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. Uh, your thoughts about this uh, name change by the Revival, calling themselves now the Revolt? Uh, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Fonzie, your thoughts about the Revival changing their name? What's that, J.D.? The announcement that the Revival are changing their name, calling themselves the Revolt. Whoopie-doo. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Very good point indeed. Um, let's ask you guys real quick, and uh, I'll start with Mitt this time. What do you think about the comments by uh, Drake Maverick and that very, hor- let's just say, unique tweet that he said 7.30? What do you think that all means? I mean, it could mean he could possibly return, but I see him returning to Impact. Yeah. I could I could do that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, John, what do you think that, uh, the tweet means by Jake Maverick? What do you think Drake Maverick means by 7.30 p.m.? I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to join the Washington National. Yeah, he just <laughs> might. Yeah, he can be the new bad boy. He can be the new bad boy, you know. That's that's actually the thing I was thinking of, too. Good point there, man. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think Drake Maverick means by this tweet? Uh, go to John Nickelback Groceries. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or, or or go to the bathroom and wash the toilet and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But as we said, folks, of course, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, Dark Side of the Ring will be back on at 10 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, on the Viceland channel. And tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, will again be a very interesting show. And I'm going to talk about that here with you guys here and now in just a few minutes, of course, among the shows that you will see the remainder of the season. They include as follows. Tomorrow night, the life and times of former Canadian strongman, Bino, excuse me, Dino Bravo. The following week, we'll talk about Dr. D, David Schultz, and the infamous slapper around the world. The following week, ladies and gentlemen, Herb Abrams and the old UWF Federation of the early 90s, of course. Then the following week, ladies and gentlemen, the Road Wars, Hawk and Ammo. That'll be an interesting one. But, folks, this is the one I'm really looking forward to watching. The end of the season, May 19th, almost exactly 20 years to the day, ladies and gentlemen, of the infamous Owen Hart uh, 
matter. And folks, that might be probably one of the more intense ones to watch this year. But folks, as we said, there's five more episodes right. to go. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. We've already taken guesses what they might be doing for season three if they bring back a season three. But folks, we'll have to wait and see about that here as well. Uh, before uh, we again. <sighs> but like I said, we'll definitely be uh, keeping up to date with what's going on. Uh, we were talking about the NFL draft also, uh, Mitch, and then we'd like to hear your thoughts real quick. I want to talk about uh, this with you guys. Okay, by quick. all means. Okay, please. What are you all uh, thinking about the Michael Jordan documentary last night? That, I was just going to bring that up. That's a good point. I wanted to see it, and I, I DVR'd it. I'm going to watch it maybe a little bit. Maybe to, I'm going to watch it tomorrow, but I have heard it was fantastic. I know you watched it. I'd like to hear your thoughts yes. before I get mm-hmm. anyone else's thoughts. Please, by all means, go ahead. Yeah, it was really good documentary. Marvelous mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. And turned out Jerry Cross was the Jerry Jones of the, of the NBA. Yes. Yeah, I heard a lot about Jerry Krause. Yeah, a lot of people were criticizing him, and uh, a lot of people were finger-pointing at him, and rightly so. I remember back in the day, I was not a Jerry Krause supporter. Uh, you yep. talk about one of the most, let's just say, arrogant people in the world of sports back then. It was Jerry Krause, no question about it. I mean, he was really pompous. He came off as really narcissistic. Uh, I've heard nothing more than that, but like I said, I've heard a lot of other things. But uh, like I said, he came off as a real tool, let's just say, to say the least. However, and I know uh, a lot of people had mixed emotions about him back in the day. Some people liked him, some people did not like him. Uh, but it is what it is. But uh, I did hear a lot of things about that. And of course, as we know, Jerry Reinsdorf, of course, was another person that a lot of people had very mixed emotions on, too. Uh, like I said, but uh, a lot of people had uh, unique moments. John, uh, did you get a chance to watch the uh, Chicago Bulls documentary at all? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Did you get a chance to see this? No. I never knew yeah. about it. What's on? What, what's on the, what channel is it going to be on? It is on uh, ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, okay. it's on ESPN. Okay. And uh, you'll have to check it out. Uh, Mitch said it was pretty it's good. Coming every every yes. Sundays, they do two okay. episodes every okay. Sunday. Okay, so okay. Four, okay, so we'll we'll definitely check it out. I've like I said, heard a lot of things about this. Like I said, and I will definitely make it a point to check it out. Uh, like I said, folks, a lot of people uh, talk about this, but like Mitch said uh, last night, of course, episodes one and two did air last night, and. Uh, yeah, I heard on first take this morning. I heard this morning on first take how a lot of people had uh, very interesting thoughts about this show. A lot of people thought it was good. A lot, of pe- like you said, man. A lot of people like you thought it was pretty good. A lot of people had different outcomes on it. Uh, I, on the other hand, have not had a chance to see it yet, but I will watch it. I will definitely check it out sometime in the next day or two. I will definitely catch up on it for sure because I do want to see it. And I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, like I said, it is going to be worth watching, so I will definitely make it a point to watch. Uh, that being said, sorry about that. Let's go. Okay, there we go. I'm just checking some. I'm just checking some stuff out here, folks. So bear with me here. But uh, talking about the draft, however, oh overall, my. Uh, Mitt, one of the things we've been hearing, however, uh, is there's going to be a lot of trades going down this week. However, uh, a lot of teams uh, hey, doing their own pick. Yes. I got a little update. I don't know if you heard about it. Please do. At uh, 
um, I think until May 8th, yes. uh state of Pennsylvania are trying to reopen. So I think the country is going to try to reopen, I think, mid, mid-May. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard about it. So no, I did not. Tom I Wolf did not. Said, yeah, Tom Wolf said uh, until we're going to uh, reopen the, the Pennsylvania and uh, a little bit of the city of Pittsburgh, he said. But uh, okay. mid-May, it's city of Pittsburgh, he said. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay, then. Thank you very much, Fonzie. According to reports, again, Fonzie is reporting now, ladies and gentlemen, apparently Pennsylvania might not be back until mid-May, but uh, slowly but surely we're getting things back into the swing things. Thank you very much, Dara. I, I did not hear that, but I did see earlier today. Yeah, because I, I, I'm watching Channel 2 that said uh, Tom Wolf is going to reopen Yes. Uh, May 8th. So. Okay, so... So May 8th, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, possibly will be the official day, maybe, that Pennsylvania will finally, 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 ladies and gentlemen, in two more weeks, however, will finally maybe get itself back into the swing of things. We'll have to wait and see if that's yeah. true or not, but Fonzie will definitely be watching it very yeah. much so. Thank you very much. We'll definitely be watching that very carefully. Of course, as you know, earlier today, a lot of people were protesting in downtown Pittsburgh. In front yeah, of downtown I was just Pennsylvania. watching it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But, you know, the funny thing about it is, though, some of them didn't have masks on, and you know, I mean, I thought that was really arrogant on their part, really stupid on their yeah. part, and I'm going to say it here and now. Oh, it's you really got to, it's not ignorant, J.D. Oh, yeah, Some come people, on, yes it is, I'm no, sorry, no, I'm sorry, wait, yes it is. wait, wait a minute, wait, you didn't hear what I got to say. There's some old people can't, they can't breathe through it, they have a hard time breathing. Okay, I get there, okay, you're yeah, right, I'll yeah. get So, yeah, no, I know. But, I mean, some of these people, I mean, they've been told, however, and this was a rule that was put in effect last night. Last night, 8 o'clock. Yes, 8 o'clock, that you have to wear your mask at all times, whether you're at the grocery store or whether you're out and about anywhere, however. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I do it all the time myself when I'm out and about for a walk or whatever around my neighborhood. But I'm telling you what, folks, you're right to an extent, Fonzie, yes, some people might have have some breathing issues. I get there, okay? I get that part. But at the end of the day, however, they have got to follow the guidelines. They've got to follow the rules basically. And if they don't like the rules hard, and if they don't want to abide by the rules, then you know what? That's 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 going to come back and bite them in the ass. It really is. Yeah, so I really know. Yeah, I know. Basically, stick them where it doesn't hurt the most. But again, we'll say that for another time. Let's give you the number again, ladies and gentlemen, as we're coming up now on 415 here on 420. It is 1-605-562-0444-138-1044-POUND. Four, 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 the King of Clubs, myself, Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, all join us here today, ladies and gentlemen, for episode 238. We are hoping to hear from some more people, including the King Queen of Madness, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard T. Smith and Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as the uh, big IQ Jeff T. Ross Ronda, Ross White, the JML Experience, and of course, uh, some more people, including uh, Mr. Oh. Chad Hinshaw, ladies and gentlemen, who hopefully we'll be hearing from shortly, ladies and gentlemen, if he's not busy uh, rearranging his 27 closets. Shut up, JD. What's that? <laughs> I said, <laughs> shut up. Quit talking. He's gonna, he's gonna ring in shortly. I know. You, you quit it. 
But uh, like I said, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm just kidding, JD. I'm just but like I said, we'll be hearing from him soon, however. But of yeah. course, I know how our, and I know the name he's been giving me lately. And of course, it's the Saturday Night Spoof. And of course, I'm sure all of you guys know by now the new nickname that I've been entitled to from him. And let's just say, however, uh, let's just say. Big Jim Slate. No, just kidding. I'm well, something AJD, else. I heard something yes. new. You, are you, did you hear the fan, uh, Andrew Phony tonight, today? No, I didn't. I didn't listen to Phil Phony and Cook. Uh, okay. Well, I'm listening right now. Yes. He said we might get a running back. We're going to draft a running back of the, the first round, our 49th pick. That's what it said. Told you. I told you it was gonna be. I told you guys. Did I not call that one, guys? I told you it was gonna oh, happen. Yeah. They, they they said a linebacker. I don't believe a linebacker. Well, we'll see. But talk about yeah, draft, though, guys. Is... What's that? Hold on. What were we saying, Mitt? What team this is? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, my hometown yeah. team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now your boys, Mitt. I'm looking here at your uh, draft board here. I'm looking here right now. How? Uh, here, let's uh, take a look here. You guys will be drafting. I'm taking a look at where you guys are drafting on the board. Excuse me. You guys will be drafting. Uh, this is the way you guys have the draft set up. Pick number 16, then at 47 in the second round. Third round, pick number 78. You have two fours at 119 and 143. You don't have a fifth or a sixth. And then you have your last pick at number 228. So you guys have a total of three, five... You guys have six draft picks so but your first pick is at 16. Now, some of the names I've been hearing about the NFL mock draft, however, from 2020, however, have this, however. Right now, they're saying right now, these are the names that are being scuttlebutt. C.J. Henderson, a quarter out of uh, Florida. There's been talk that possibly maybe C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. There's been also talk about that big offensive tackle from Iowa, Tristan Wirfs, 6'8", 320 pounds. There's also been talk about Henry Ruggs out of Alabama or possibly Jerry Judy of Alabama. Mitt, I'll ask you, how if you're the Falcons at 16, where do you think they're going to end up with draft picks? Hopefully Kinlaw. Yeah, Kim, Kim has a good pick. I do like him. I mean, a lot of people like him. A lot. Of and by the way, I'm a primary 49ers. I just support Atlanta because they're the local. Yes, there's been talk about the, the 49ers have talked about giving up. The, uh, there's talk that the, the Falcons might move up and take the uh, 49ers spot because the Falcons are talking about trading both their first round picks out. I've been hearing they want to trade number 13 and they want to trade number 31 overall with some team. Now, if they're smart, I would say, yes, the Falcons move up the board. I could also see maybe, possibly, maybe, someone like maybe, I don't know if Pittsburgh sneaks in again, or if I think Carolina sneaks in. I'm looking at the sheets here, I'm talking about Carolina. I don't see them on the board in the first round. Their first pick, folks, actually, wait a minute, yes, I do, my mistake, they draft number seven. Now, from what I've been reading about Carolina's picks, folks, however, they're talking about going after a quarter out of Ohio State, Jeff Odoka. But like you said, Kinlaw's a possibility. Or you could look at him, maybe. Like you mentioned, if Atlanta doesn't take him right there, uh, Mitch. I could also see them taking that big offensive tackle out of Georgia, Andrew Thomas, who they really, really like. I know for a fact they were really high on him. But they're also talking about, also, again, they could be looking at a receiver, like a Jerry Judy from Alabama, a Henry Ruggs, possibly, possibly, also from Alabama, or even C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. I don't know if I'm uh, right now the Panthers at number seven where I would go. If I'm the Panthers, I'm looking at receiver. Because right now, I think we've got a quarterback right now, Teddy Bridgewater. 
You've got a future quarterback, hopefully, in Will Greer, who I think will be a little bit better this year. But again, I think you need a speedy wideout. Right now, the three names I'm looking at are Ruggs, Judy, and possibly maybe Lamb. If not, however, I could see them, like you said, if the Falcons don't end up on... If the Falcons end up with Kinlaw, and I think they'll end up with him, however, I could see Kinlaw coming up from South Carolina playing in Charlotte as a Panther. He's a big, big lineman. I mean, in case you're wondering how big this guy is, he is a very strong boy. Kinlaw is a very unique gentleman. I mean, I'm looking right now at the stats of him. And here's the stats on uh, Kinlaw. Let's pull up the, Kin- let's pull up the uh, bio on uh, Kinlaw, ladies and gentlemen. Javon Kinlaw, ladies and gentlemen, is from South Carolina. In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, he is six foot six, ladies and gentlemen, a big, big horse from Goose Creek, South Carolina. He weighs 310, ladies and gentlemen. He, of course, was the first team all SEC this past year and was very unique. He, of course, ladies and gentlemen, was born in October 1997. He is 22 years old. And as I said earlier, folks, Chase Young, though, John, I think you guys are going to end up with him at number two. I have a feeling you're going to end up with this guy at number two. And, and I think you're going to be real happy. This guy's only 21, folks, but this guy is a real good ball player. He's from your neck of the woods, however, near there in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. He's 6'5", 260. He's a former tank tennis winner, Chuck Mednerica winner, Bronco Nagoski Trophy winner, and also first-team All-American and second-team All-American the last couple of years. He, of course, played in the Cotton Bowl Classic a few years ago and also the Rose Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl the last couple of years. Also, he's from Damascus Catholic, one of the most unique high schools in all of Maryland, ladies and gentlemen, just outside of Baltimore, Howard, and Hyattsville, Maryland. He's, again, as I said, 21 years old. He ranks number two all-time in school history with 31 career sacks right behind Joey Bosa. I think this kid is going to be a diamond in the rough for you guys, and I think you need that kind of stud on the line because this guy, of course, could be the next great big player for the Redskins. They haven't had a solid defensive player since the days of Dexter Manley or Charles Mann back in the 80s. So I think Chase Young will fit your bill very carefully, and I think you're going to like it. So right now I'm going to say Chase Young will be your guy at number two, John. I think you guys are going to be very happy if you end up drafting him on Thursday night at number two. Now, we'll see what happens there. But again, anything can happen between now and then. You never know, folks. We'll have to wait and see what happens. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it is 4.23 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to give you our thoughts now as far as the mock draft goes. We're going to give you our top ten. And everyone's going to have their top ten pick power, so we'll hear what everyone has to say. So with that said right now, I decided to order. Mitt will go first. John will go number two. Fonzie will go third. And I will go last. Again, if, um, does uh, anyone have a piece of paper and a pen handy? John, do you have anything handy to write these down? Because I did this last year, so I'm going to let you uh, take the honor this year of writing these all down. So if you can write all of our names in, however, and uh, write everyone's picks in, that would be great. Uh, so, uh, Mitt, I will turn it over to you, my friend. You have the first pick in this year's draft, however, being the newcomer and the rookie. So I'm giving you the honor of drafting number one. Again, these are drafts for announcers, uh, comment- like I said, announcers, Russell's past and present, as well as women's past and present, and also arena's past and present, and pay-per-view. So the sky's the limit. Anything goes. You have the first pick, my friend. What do you do with your number one pick overall? Hmm. Take your time. I am. Don't worry. Okay, with my first overall pick, I know it's kind of weird. Andre the Giant. 
That's not a weird pick at all. That's a good pick, actually. That's a very good pick. Andre the Giant, okay. So, there you go. Andre the Giant is now off the board, ladies and gentlemen. Mitt drafts him numero uno in his lottery. Very good pick there, Mitt, indeed. Okay, John, you are next, my friend. What do you have as your number one pick? Number one pick, Hulk Hogan. That's a good one. Okay, John's got Hulk Hogan at number one. All right, uh, Fonzie, you're next, my friend. What do you got? We can do uh, pay-per-views, you said, right, J.D.? Oh, yes. You can do Yes, yes. Oh, please. Danny's going to pick a peacock. <laughs> what? Why, Mick? <laughs> but, Mick, what did you say? I say, oh, please. Danny's going to pick a peacock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say... I wish they can bring this back, but looks like an error not. Rock bottom. In your house, rock bottom. Okay. That's a good pick. That's not a bad pick. You okay. know what? Hmm. Dodo Necro was was going to do the Dodo live event. That would yeah. be called WWE in your house. Yes, I agree. I agree with you on that. Very, very good observation there, man. All right, my first pick, you know what, is going to be a good one. I am going to go with... Uh, yeah, Folgers, right. Uh, I'm going to go with a good one here. This is this is a real good one. I'm going to go with, believe it or not, a world's champion. And Fonzie's going to really hate me when I do this pick, however. This is a guy who, of course, Fonzie and I are very close with, and he's from our hometown, Bruno San Martino. I'm going to take Bruno at number one as my first pick. All right, let's go again. Number two, Mitt, you're up again. My friend. What do you have? Uh, hold that thought from Maybe for next week, J.D. No, we'll, we'll try to get as many as we can. Okay. Real soon for the moment. Oh boy, I haven't heard this song in a while. <laughs> <You're alive. laughs> Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, one and only, ladies and gentlemen, the Highlander himself, ladies and gentlemen, and he means business, ladies and gentlemen, with his sword, ladies and gentlemen, from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the man who was seen last night wearing Ric Flair's robe in his neighborhood with the diamonds, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, he also went woo to everyone in his neighborhood because he definitely had a reason to go woo, let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. WCW joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from Trinity, North Carolina, Cam Newton's favorite person, ladies and gentlemen, for the time being this week, ladies and gentlemen, until the end of the NFL draft. We'll see what happens here. But let's bring him in now, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 238. First off, it is good to be here. And ladies and gentlemen, JT has a new call sign. If it wants to go fly an airplane, it is classy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name I meant to tell you guys. There you go. So, <laughs> beat it to you guys. So there you go. That's the new nickname. It's all the Saturday Night Live skit they did two years ago. Will Ferrell was guest hosting it, I think. Yes, yeah, so I just watched it a few years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. Clown. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we were just talking. Uh, we uh, have had a lot to talk about today. Of course, we mentioned uh, some of the stories going on today. Of course, one of the names we did mention, of course, is, believe it or not, that apparently tonight we understand that Drake Maverick apparently shared a cryptic tweet earlier today, Howard, and Chad, we'll get your thoughts on this. There's some of the stories going on. First off, he said earlier today, Howard, a tweet that said, 7.30 p.m. We're not sure what it means, but it could mean something. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Also, we understand, believe it or not, according to reports, this is from Dave Meltzer and from Joseph Lee at 411 Mania. In the most recent episode of Wrestling Observer Live, Howard Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that the reason the feud was dropped with Lana Liv Morgan was because there were no actual plans on Morgan when she returned. Paul Heyman allegedly booked the spot as a way to pop with the crowd, but had no plans to follow up on it. As far as that goes. And finally, there has been talk of apparently Mike and Maria Canales will make their future announcement tonight, whether it is AJ, all, apparently New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, or AEW tonight on Raw. They could have an announcement forthcoming after being given their release last week. So with that being said, let's get your store, uh, thoughts on these three stories, and then we will hear what you have to say as far as what we got coming up later on this week. You forgot... Uh, uh-huh. Right, well, well, hold on a second. Mitt was about to say something. Hold on. Mitt, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. What were you saying, Mitt? You forgot about the story of the walk saying he's possibly going to come back to fight Walmart. Oh, yes. I'll get, I'll get that when I come back. Yes. Yeah, I'll talk about that when I get back. So, yeah, Chad, go right ahead with those three, and then we'll uh, talk about the rock when I return. So I just have to step out for a second. I'll be right back. So go ahead with your thoughts on these stories. Uh, well, talk, well, to talk about all this here, uh, first off, you know, Drake, Drake Maverick, Rockstar, Spud, whatever you want to call him, is not wasting any time. You know, what could that possibly mean? I mean, could, could someone have already jumped the gun here and, uh, and, and bring them on in on, on, on a wing and a prayer? But like I said, we'll definitely have to see what all happens there. Um, also, of course, uh, uh, the deal with uh, um, I've heard about Mike and Maria Canellis, of course, somewhere. Um, you know, like I said, uh, another wrestling power couple right here. I mean, that could be big. I did hear, of course, that they talked to every single one of these, and they actually requested one thing in each of those contracts: that uh, that uh, during a live, that whichever one decides they they, they would be willing to do it, uh, Maria is going to actually give birth in the ring. And then that was sick. Okay, no, 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 that was funny, but what I said was sick. But it was funny, so what? So, <laughs> so and, and also, this is too, by the way. Nice. Yes, thank you. Well, that, was, that was a sound off of YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. It was called the long fart. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, 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 let me go ahead and let's go ahead and take care of this while, of course, JD has JD, JD has stepped away and taking care of his clown penis. Uh, <laughs> this is, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a No, I'm okay. <laughs> anyway. This is uh, Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, episode 238, WSWS Raw Radio. Monday, of course, April 20th, 2020. Of course, we're all smoking weed on the show here. I don't know. <laughs> no. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> now, this funny calls the date is 420. So, okay. Go figure. Ha uh-huh. ha. Um, okay. 
um, John, of course, John, of course, is definitely going to be making notes of this and writing this down, ladies and gentlemen, because he is going to, of course, mark down as to where our live video feeds are going to be at. And John, I do hope and pray in advance. I will apologize if something does happen to any of these videos during the week. So, I mean, I have no. I hopefully we'll get it, uh, have it all straight by by of course tomorrow night. Uh, after wrestling revisited, of course, at seven o'clock. At nine o'clock, of course, is Revolution. Our live video feed will be from WCCWS Forever Strong. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll talk about what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw. And plus, also, with other, unless other things, of course, do come up, of course, we will definitely have some more matches for our black in the past wrestling pay-per-view extravaganza. 138055, pound be sure to join us for that. Of course, this went, don't forget this Wednesday after Outside the Ropes at 6.30, pound and wrestling debate at 8 o'clock, 139926 pounds. <clears throat> Revolution, of course, Wednesday night, our live video feed we will be from Lucha US, Ultimate Underground. News and views and history and birthdays, of course, we'll talk about the results about uh, from AEW and, of course, NXT. And also, of course, uh, more, more matches from, of course, our Blast in the Past pay-per-view extravaganza. I'm sure to check that out. Uh, <clears throat> also, well, as always, 138055 pound, by the way. Revolution. This Thursday on NWO Wolfpack, of course, 138521 pound. Our live video feed will be from XWF US, of course, never forgotten. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays, of course, our personal thoughts about what will happen this Wednesday with AEW and NXT. And other wrestling tidbits, of course, was our Blast from the Past wrestling pay-per-view extravaganza. Be sure to check that out there as well. And this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed for Revolution will be, of course, from WCWS Dynasty. News and views, history and birthdays. And ladies and gentlemen, we hope that that third time will definitely be the charm here. As we, of course, as far as far as, as, far as we know, uh, and John, you are correct, sir. Okay. But, of course, but of course, like I said, uh, we will finally hope to, of course, have that trivia championship series matchup that we have been talking about for the past three weeks. Danny from Moat Park putting up the WWS Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship against, of course, uh, the Can Club's Mitt Patel. Of course, we just heard him right here. Of course, and also, the, of course, the winner of the match will pick up the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight title. And, of course, whoever doesn't win that title will also will, will go home with the FMWS World Heavyweight Belt. So no empty hands here, ladies and indeed. And, Nick, by the way, we did talk to Danny, and Danny is all cool, and he is all ready. So so I uh, just wanted to give you a heads up on that. So just be prepared. Also, okay. this Saturday, of course, do not forget the WWS Power Hour, 141-364-pound. This Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, of course, uh, we'll, of course, bring you Saturday's history and birthdays, a rundown of what took place in the radio network this week, as well as, of course, uh, some wrestling news tidbits from our friends at 411mania.com, which, by the way, I do actually give them kudos for a lot of their stories that have been posted here in the wake of all of this going on with this pandemic. My kudos to, to of course, the guys there at uh, 411mania.com. Of course, I think, I think some of them, I think, are friends with J.D., so... So, J.D., if you talk to any of them, just give them my regards, please. Thank you very much. Uh, but, of course, don't forget, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, like I said, for WWS Power Hour. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out, of course, a lot of our pages, including NASCAR U.S. High Octane History, 
to check out, of course, those cl some classic uh, uh, races from, of course, from the 50s all the way till today. Also, of course, don't forget to check out Motor Week Retro Review Cars of the Past to check out, of course, all the old reviews, of course, of cars dating back from the 70s through the early 2000s. <coughs> also, of course, WWS Movie Channel. We've been posting some uh, older movies, including some older westerns. Uh, a couple of John Wayne movies. Oh, I think we've got the, the, the Don Knotts movie, The Shakespeare's Gun in the West, on there. So definitely check that out there at the at WWS Movie Channel. Also, don't forget to check out, don't forget WWS NXT NG Video Vault. We posted some more classic wrestling clips, uh, some shows and moments in these. So definitely check all that here and there as well. And, and of course, we've got links up to, of course, to all that, of course, on several of our pages, including Revolution Radio, of course, also, uh, also, let me see what else I have. Oh, yeah, Entertainment Cavalcade, among others. So be sure to check. Also, check out, there is some stuff on Entertainment Cavalcade. I do hand it to JD for posting a lot of old, uh, old um, um, bumpers, what they used to call them there for the advertising like this Friday night or Sunday night movies on ABC or something like that. Uh, I do give him my kudos for that because that was some classic stuff to look at there as well. So JD, thank you on that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there. With, we've got a whole lot going on here at WWUS. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do in fact have to stay home, because of this situation that's going on here, as I've been calling it the overhyped flu bug, which it is, of course, we all, and you've, they've, they've heard me say that too many times already. Uh, don't forget, of course, like I said, we have plenty to do here in WWS. Check out what we've got on hand. You will, you will, you will not regret it, of course. You will not be bored. You will be 100% entertained. So be sure to, and, 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 and not find out some stuff you probably didn't even know. <laughs> Also, of course, check out Professional Uniquity on uh, eBay and all DVD sales a variety, of course, on Facebook. We've got two new lists that just been added on here from this past weekend on that page as well. Uh, $1 for the DVDs and Blu-rays with uh, one or two discs in each list. DVDs and Blu-rays are three or more. Hey, DVDs or Blu-rays are three or more discs are worth, are worth $2. Um, uh, uh, JD just farted all over Fonzie. That's just very disgusting. Uh, um, <laughs> no, and also the fourth disc set, of course, the movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I did lower the price, of course, on that last week. Those that set is now two dollars. Anyone interested in that set? Uh, be sure to be sure, sure to check that out there here as well. As at Bulldog DVDs variety, you take a bite of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. That's all we got going on here as far as my end of the deal here, of course, in WWS. Of course, I will, of course, uh, be on here for the remainder of this show this afternoon. But, of course, I will, of course, bring you, of course, we'll bring you more and more, of course, as it becomes well-known here indeed, here, of course, uh, here in the WWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get back to the swing of things here on Raw Radio 238 with the man with the, with the very tiny clown penis, uh, the Iceman, Jared D. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit it either, people. Let's just say as I'm back. Yes, thank you. Very much. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's all right. Uh, one thing we were going to discuss, too. Uh, yeah. We'll uh, hold off on this draft there, guys. And that's a good point there. Thank you very much, Sir Fondi. Uh We did mention this earlier today. Uh, apparently, however, 
that apparently the Rock and Roman Reigns have been discussed. We talked about this last week, actually, about them fighting one another, possibly at a future date. The Rock had plenty to say about this earlier today. And, Chad, I'll get your thoughts on this here in just a second. I'm just trying to get all this done here. Mind you, and this is what they said earlier today. Uh, apparently, this is what The Rock said. We also heard... That, okay, here we go. The Rock won't possibly use the moment. Okay, this is what they said. Now, during an Instagram live Q&A, this is what The Rock had to say about possibly fighting his cousin, The Rock. Rock Roman Reigns. Is it possible? Yes. I think anything is possible, sure. Of course, I'm always open, and that's the cool thing about pro wrestling is that there's an adaptability to wrestling. And you know, you never say never in the world of pro wrestling, however. And you never say never with Vince McMahon, who you know has been one of my mentors in the business for a long time, however. And a very, very close friend and confidence. So yeah, you never say no. But for something like that to happen, I think the venue would have to be right. I think the business model would have to be right. But I'm very close with him. That's family to me. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, that being said, that was one of the things that he talked about. Also, Sonya Deville, however, shared a risque photo on her Twitter account today, sending a message to Mandy Rose. As we said last week, she definitely called Mandy Rose a diamond dozen bottle blonde. Looks like she was creating some sort of lab. But then she went on to say, however, in a caption on Twitter, I could be a centerfold too, bitch. And she definitely had yeah, she definitely has a few choice words to say here. Also, we understand that the Revival, of course, have a new team name, however. And uh, that name is, of course, I just found out, uh, where is it? I just said, oh, yeah. Apparently, however, they are now calling themselves now, however, believe it or not, the Revolt. The believe it or not. Let's get your thoughts, however, on these uh, three stories, if I could ask you your opinion. Okay. Really, you didn't hear me? No, I was telling JD, they're going to call themselves the Volt. Folgers. The revolt. The revolt. R E V O L T. The Folgers revolt. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> too much coffee. Um, okay, anyway. Um, let, me tell you, let me tell you about this about this Rock Roman thing, first of all. Okay. One thing I've always said do we, do, would we want to see that? Some say yes, some say maybe, some say. No, it's kind of a three-way split here. Me personally, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. But as I've often said here before, it only looks good right now. On They're going to have to do a whole lot when it gets really, really close to next year's WrestleMania. If, of course, they in fact have one, because uh, they've been talking about they may not. You've mentioned that several times here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but uh, it looks good on paper. But uh, will, will, will will rock and will will? And first off, the fact that they mentioned that, that you can't mention Roman and WWE anymore that 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 really is going to be interesting. Uh, maybe they're saving that for the time being. I don't know. Uh, Are you insane, or, Roman no- Numos? But uh, I don't well, no, yeah, there's no, some, no, the, I don't know if it's Roman numerals, but just the name Roman in general. No, because, I mean, no. The, I say not even mentioning the Roman numerals. I don't believe so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway, 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 get back to my point here. Hey, right now, it looks good on paper, and but can can they plan out something interesting? Now with the right with the right people on it, right the right the, the right you know the right people you know stay, playing it, playing it, staging it. Then yeah, I think I think it will look good. 
But the sad part about it is, you put, you know, in fact, if Vince is the only one that plans this thing, it ain't going to work. I'm going to tell you. Can I say one thing before we go any further, please? I got to comment on one yeah. thing. Well, well, this thing with the money in the bank, I'm, and then, then you, you get back on the topic with this. And I promise you that. There's one thing I want to make. I have seen pictures, actual pictures, of how they're going to do this uh, money in the bank thing on top of the headquarters. Uh-huh. Somebody is asking to get killed. Have you seen how they got that set up? Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you, have you seen that? Somebody is going. Let me tell you something. That is an accident waiting to happen. Yep. They're going to make daggone sure that building is able to, to hold and contain all that. Yeah, because if it's, not, if, if, if it's not, somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody is going to get If they thought the Owen Hart thing in 1999 was bad, this is going to be ten times worse. Yep. There are going to be a whole lot of people suing Vincent Man so hard, Vince is going to be out on the street like a bum by the time it's all over with. Oh yeah, I agree. I've seen. It. So they have they, they better take the safety precautions, or else, like I said, that that show is going to go down the dumper. My personal yeah. opinion. But but please, JD, go ahead. Uh, no, you, very good point. What about that, your, what, dangerous to me? This looks dangerous. Yeah. What, what did you got? What do you think about the revival's new nickname? I like it. I, they, okay. they're, they're trying something fresh. They're trying something new. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, the thing about it. Well, let me let me play the let me play the soundbite for you. Let me play the soundbite. Let me play the sound. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Okay. The only thing I was going to say, they're not under Vince's umbrella anymore. They're not. They're not shackled. They're not shackled to Vince's ankles anymore. They can do whatever they want. They have the freedom to do what they want to. And I I think they're the actual individual names. Yeah. I liked it. No, I, no seriously. I, I seriously, I like. Yeah. I like those. I like that. I like this as well. Yeah. You know, could this be a selling point to get them to, to get them in one of these other organizations? I don't yeah. see how. Uh, I say I, I don't see how else it, it, it couldn't be. Yeah. I mean, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, and New Japan have got to be looking at these guys. Yes. They've got to be looking at them in all that big time because you know whoever gets in, man. They're going to. They're going to probably. Heck, heck, they may even try to pass AEW and and hit Vince where it hurts. I bet you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust well, me. NWA. Well, speaking of hurt, what what's that name? Sorry, we seen. Oh, the NWA. Yeah, the NWA power. Yeah, and, 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 I, yeah, and I'm reading right and, yeah, and, I, and I've been reading, I'm reading right now, yes, I've been reading a lot uh, right now as you guys were talking. I mean, up the last few days, I've been reading like you have, man. Yes, it seems like NWA really wants to take a chance on, like Chad said, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Impact. We're going to see where it ends up. It's going to either be New Japan or NWA, I feel. Maybe AEW, too. But we're going to have to wait and see. Now, guys, I did hear this moment ago, and I want to get your thoughts on this. And this is from Pro Wrestling Unlimited. There is an update on WrestleMania 37 locations and details. And I'm going to play this two-minute soundbite. And then after that, I'm going to get your thoughts, all of you, on this. And this is just, like I said, what I heard moments ago. So, guys, this is what they said just moments ago. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. We told you last week that there may be some uncertainty with WrestleMania 37 and the show actually taking place in SoFi Stadium. The stadium is already pushing back events that they are supposed to hold this summer, and it looks like construction hasn't halted but has slowed and possibly delayed the opening of the building. 
With that, now WWE may have to go to a plan B for next year's WrestleMania as Wrestle votes over the weekend tweeted the following. Full disclaimer, it's too early to speculate on specific details, however. WWE has begun researching a plan B on an alternative site to host WrestleMania 37 if the state of California is not allowing large gatherings and or SoFi Stadium is not finished on time. Now the obvious answer here is if they can't run next year in SoFi Stadium, just go to Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. They were supposed to run there this year. Because of everything going on, they had to move WrestleMania to the WWE Performance Center, and they, from what we have heard, want to make good to the city of Tampa. So why not? If they can know well ahead of time or enough ahead of time that they're not going to be able to run in SoFi Stadium, just do it over there in Tampa, Florida in Raymond James. Also, this may be a blessing in disguise for WWE anyways. WWE initially did not want to run in SoFi Stadium until 2022 after the Super Bowl so they can go in there and quote-unquote announce a bigger attendance number. So with that, it is unclear if WrestleMania will be taking place next year in SoFi Stadium or somewhere else, and WWE may already be looking for a quote-unquote plan B. If we do hear anything further on next year's WrestleMania 37, we'll have it for you right here on Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Let's get your thoughts on this, guys. Chad, I'll start with you. Well, he raises some very key points. Very key points indeed. Yes, okay, next year they're set to have it in California. It seems they're going back and forth between Florida and California here. I don't have anything against either state. Don't get me wrong about it. But, but, But for some reason they're hitting these bigger stadiums. They're trying to do more the outdoor stuff. I mean, you know, the WrestleMania 31 and all that. I mean, of course, that all it, they, the last time I did a last time I did a outdoor thing even before that was was number was uh, number nine um, back in '93 because we all know about that one. Anyway, but that was in Vegas. Anyway, anyway, the point he made was this: Tampa did not get the benefit from WrestleMania this year because of this situation. Mm-hmm. If, in fact, this stadium that they're talking about in California is not ready, if, the, if, if like he said, if the, if the WWE, i.e. Vince, has a plan B, which in his case might stand for bust, I don't know, but, I mean, that's just, that's just me. <laughs> uh, what, my personal opinion would be one of two things. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd, be one, it'd be one of two things. They may, they may consider other options, and they may, keep them, they may keep other options open. But the number one thing I would do is that Tampa, Florida got screwed royally out of 36 because of this situation. That's currently going on. And yes, they had to move it to, a, to, to their, um, forgive me for saying so, Ricky Dink Performance Center, which is probably taking humongous beating since all this has happened because every single thing they have done, they've done it from there. They haven't done it from anywhere else except mm. they maybe done one match at WrestleMania where in the headquarters in Connecticut maybe, but that was it. Yeah. That was the only that was one exception in the year. So but so I, basically oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm yeah. sorry. Well one quick thing. Now I'll make it fast. Uh, number one thing I should say Tampa got screwed really out of, out of getting into it this year. I give them the benefit of the doubt in this case. I say 
I say, like I said, they have a good following. They want to keep a good relationship with the people down there in Florida because that's where they have the performance center and they have a whole lot going on. And, of course, also they have the good competition down there, obviously, with impact and all that stuff. So why not have it there in Tampa, and then that way they can consider this stadium in California for a future one somewhere down the road when the stadium is all ready to go and it's opened up and, and everybody's able to go in there and, and it's finally able to go somewhere and do things again. That's my number one thing. Put it in Tampa next year. Unless, of course, we have a nuclear disaster and everybody's probably I'm not going to go that far. Right. But I say put it in Tampa. But, but, but I was just, just going to say, you're saying right now, in general, you think that next year Tampa will be the location. Okay. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. I'll, yeah, I'll let's go. Y'all agree with this. Tampa yeah. got screwed, right? Yes, they did. Because of, this, I'm because, of what, yeah. because of what happened here. Yeah. They got screwed. They deserve, yeah. to, have a, they deserve right. to have another shot at it. Give them a, give them a shot. I'll, I, I'm just saying that. I mean, yeah, I'm saying this for somebody. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, you're right. That's a good point. Very good point. All right, Mitt, let's go. Let's go. Very good point, though. Mitt, let's go to you with your thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree with Chad. Monty, what about you? Yeah, I guess. And uh, John, what about you? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see, guys. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll definitely see what happens, Tyler. No question about it. It's going, it's going to be very interesting to watch, Tyler. So we'll definitely be uh, keeping an eye on this. Uh, no question about it. Oh, sorry about that. Let me, let me mute that for a minute. Sorry about that. Let's give you the number again. one six zero five five six two zero four four four. 562 444 Call ID 1-3-10-4-4-POUND. And, of course, you can join us right now for the next few minutes. Uh, it is 4-20-20 day, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 4-20 day, Howard. Hopefully everyone's being safe and careful on this 4-20 day. But as we said tonight, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, of course, 11 p.m. on Facebook.com. John Gross, Wrestling and Sports Incorporated. He will talk about uh, a little bit of what's going on, including a preview of Money in the Bank. Also give you some more wrestling news and outside wrestling news on his Facebook page on the Raw Post Show. You definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at 11 p.m. You do not want to miss that. Well, it's that time of the day ladies and gentlemen, as we give you our raw ratings and predictions, ladies and gentlemen, of course, and we're going to start off with Midfall by Chad, John, and Fonzie, and then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you that next week, of course, we'll talk about more uh, about Money in the Bank. We'll give you an early preview of some of the matches that you will see, plus we'll talk a little bit more about the aftermath of the NFL draft. We might have our own draft next week or later this week, so you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. So, uh, John, like I said, you will go third today. I will start with Mitt, then Chad. Uh, we already know three matches that are tonight. Rey Mysterio versus Murph the Smurf, Buddy Murphy, if you will. Andrade seeing Almas' buddy Austin Theory taking on Aleister Black, of course. Austin Theory will be managed by Aleister's wife, uh, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, Selena Vega. And, of course, we have Apollo Crews taking on MVP, plus more of the Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre aftermath. Last week we saw 1-4 rating. Uh, as far as the ratings go, it was not a very strong rating. So, Mitt, uh, those three matches are on the docket tonight. Plus, as we said, Rollins and McIntyre. Let's get your thoughts about what tonight's uh, main event will be and your uh, prediction as far as the rating goes. Go right ahead. I really don't care right now. Okay. Uh, do you want to just guess a rating, or are you good right now? I'm good right now. Okay. That's understandable, no problem, and I will talk, and if you, uh, uh, like I said, however, I will, uh, that's fine, we'll go back to you here in just a little while. Uh, Chad, you're next. Go right ahead with your thoughts, and then John will go to you, and Fonzie, and then me. Okay. 
this, uh, by the way, this draft y'all were doing before I came on the air. Yeah. Um, uh, if you wanted to just mark down just for the heck of it here. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to do kind of a wild card here. And it's, y'all okay. going to find this kind of You're going to find it kind of funny. But this go Inferno there. Okay. okay. No problem. We'll make it know that. And like I said, we'll get our other picks in next week. But go on, please continue. I got Disco Theater over there. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Disco Dancing Pool. Um, well, obviously here, this is another empty arena event. It's probably going to be lightweight for probably for a little while more at least. You know, you mentioned Rollins versus McIntyre. I don't see any reason why. I mean, that right there sounds like to me like a main event match. These are two. These are actually two superstars who like to have still great potential. One we may not like at all. The other one we have gone gaga over ever since he won the belt at WrestleMania. Um, but I say Rollins versus McIntyre would more more likely sound like to me like it should be the main event. It should be. Okay. And that's why I'm, I'm going to stick with that. And I'll just give like a I'll give a rating here. I'm I'm, I'm going to be a good sport here. And this is based on if they make that match the main event. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is my personal opinion. I'm going to go up just a tad here, just a tad. Right. I'm going to say one point six. You know, I'm going to say the same thing, and I'm going to say the main event, however, is going to be a little different in my opinion. I think it's going to be Ray versus Murphy is my main event. Uh, John, you're next, my friend. What do you got for us? Uh, I'll say one of the Money in the Bank matches between uh, Oscar Black and uh, Austin, Austin Theory. Theory. Okay. And what's your number? 1.6. 1.6 as well. Okay. And before we uh, get to Fonzie, we do want to thank again everyone, everyone for coming on the air. The King of Club, Mitt Patel, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Mr. W.C.W. himself, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we want to thank everyone for coming on today. Don't forget, of course, uh, we will be back next week. Same time, same location. We'll have the aftermath of Raw to talk about and also more news, including the NFL draft aftermath. And as John said, how he has to go now because apparently Poochie is calling him. So we'll let him yeah. go right now. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. John, we will talk to you later on this evening. Stay safe, and we'll catch up with you later on tonight and throughout the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go out. My planet needs me. Yes, yes. This planet needs me. <laughs> 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 I don't like it. I've done that in a while. Alright, John. We'll catch up with you later on tonight. Yeah. And again, don't All forget right. to check out John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com. Every oh, Monday night, you can check out the Raw recap. And every Wednesday, folks, the you can check out his other podcast. See you, John. Uh, you can check out the best AEW NXT breakdown as well on that page as well. Uh, Fonzie, my friend, you have the final word today. Go ahead with your Raw rating prediction. Is any women's qualified match on tonight, too, J.D.? Or no. No, that's this week. However, that'll be Sasha, and uh, that'll be Sasha, and uh, apparently, however, taking on apparently uh, Tamina this week. We understand. We had the three qualifying women last week. Also, we have King Corbin versus Drew Gulak, and also we understand Carmella and Dana Brooke will go after Alexa and uh, Nikki Cross this week for the tag titles on SmackDown. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. All right. Your main your event. And your number? Uh, 1-5. 1-5, okay. Well, like I said, we'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. So, guys, thank you so very much for joining us here this afternoon. Again, I do want to thank all my guests, like I said. Uh, I did not plug these guys, though, and they're going to kill me if I don't plug them. But, guys, I do want to say hello to our friends at the Hop House. The bartenders, Casey, Nikki, Jen, Missy, and uh, Dayton. Guys, hopefully the Iceman will see you guys very, very soon. He misses you guys a lot. And I know all of the regulars, too, however, our regulars that listen to us every Monday, including Matt, Jason, Brad, Brian, Matt, and company, however, including uh, Chuck and company, however, and Dwayne. We like to say hello to them as well. However, guys, we hope you're doing well as well. We hope to see you guys very soon as well. So, guys, we will talk to you next week, however, as we close out April, however, in a big way, however, with the aftermath of uh, the NFL draft. We'll have a lot more to discuss. Hopefully, this week, we'll get all our picks in. And as we said, folks, we got our double shot coming up on Tuesday. Don't forget tonight, of course, the big show coming up at 11 o'clock on Facebook.com. You definitely don't want to miss that. Again, that is John Groves, Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com. All you got to type is G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com. So, folks, we will talk to you again next week, however, with more excitement, however, with the King of Clubs, Mr. WCW, the Human Suplex Machine, and, of course, the Heartbreak Kid. So, for now, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. Stay safe. Be careful this week, however, whatever you're doing, and hopefully we'll overcome this very, very soon and get things back to normal slowly but surely before too long. So, guys, we will talk to you again next week at 3 p.m. at the same time with the bell ringing hour. So, until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And as we take you out tonight, thanks to Mr. WCW's new nickname, we're going to play a little soundbite for you as part of that tonight, how as we close out our theme, as we need a little joking uh, sense of humor. So let's play it for you right now as we say goodnight to you here from Raw Radio, episode 238. Morning, pilot. Squad leader. We're about 20 minutes out from the Korean Peninsula. Since we were all scrambled from different bases, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Wildcard. Sidewinder. Viper. Clown penis. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, you got a little static there. Uh, mind repeating that call sign again? Sure thing. Clown penis. <laughs> Clown like the circus, penis like your penis. Lovely <laughs> day to fly, huh, boys? Clown penis. Over now. Drill Spud, this is Honolulu Ground Control. Com signal's a little spotty, so we just want to clarify a couple things. One, are you guys saying clown penis? And two, why? Over. Aloha, Honolulu. That is affirmative. You are hearing clown penis because I am clown penis. Copy. Is this some sort of pilot joke? A joke? Ma'am, a pilot's call sign is very serious. When an enemy sees me on his tail, I want him to feel the same way that you'd feel if a clown showed you his penis. <laughs> Confused, unsettled, and most of all, very, very scared. Rest <laughs> assured, if you see a clown penis, me or an actual clown's penis, this just ain't your day. <laughs> So, Honolulu, how do you feel about saying clown penis now? Still weird. Over and out. I've heard worse call signs flew with a pilot in academy named Mr. Kickass. You might want to change that to Mr. Corny-ass. 
Hey guys, let's watch our language over the comms, please. <laughs> We're in the Air Force, not the seventh, seventh grade. Clown penis out. <laughs> Copy that. Okay, let's switch up to stealth formation. Confirm new position. Over. Right wing high. Left wing low. Unintentionally upside down. I don't know how I did that, but it's happening. Oh, clown penis, you need some help correcting that invert. Over. All good now. <laughs> Just a little nine seconds of sheer abject terror. Won't happen again, fellas. Sincerely, your pal, Cloud Venus. Okay, squad, we're going to run a pursuit drill here. Increase speed and climb to 50,000 feet. Over. You heard her, boys. Engage afterburners. Woohoo! These raptors are worth that price tag. Sidewinder to wildcard. I don't see Clown Penis information. Over. Copy that. Clown Penis, what is your current position? Hard to tell. But, uh, <laughs> looks like I'm where space starts. They have to bow out of this drill, boys. It's going to take a while to fix. Just, uh, just saw a satellite. <laughs> and there go the R. No, oh, I'm definitely in space, fellas. <laughs> On the bright side, can't get worse than this. Roger that, clown penis will alert ground of your situation. Never mind, guys, it got worse. There you go, Howard. So be sure to enjoy that, and we will talk to you soon, guys. Clown penis over and out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.